Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast episode 668 for the week of March 18th, 2023. If you're wondering why I hesitated looking for the date, it's because my monitor is so wide now I had to turn my head longer than I'm used to. <laughs> Talk about first world problems. That's some first yeah. world problems right there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, hi, I'm That's Chris here. I'm joined by bragging. Ryan Costa. I, uh, my head is still stiff from not having to turn it much. Uh, my wife has just shouted from the other room. There's too many Ryans. Um, I am also joined by Jason Ariola. I got my record player back. Oh, yay. <laughs> and Kelly Ryan. So what did you get? Like a drive-in movie screen for a monitor? It feels like it. Um, I got the <laughs> small one. It's only 34 oh, the... inches widescreen. Um, uh, it's an Alienware. This is the small one. This is the... I was also looking at a Samsung Odyssey G9. That would be the big one. Um, uh, did, did you get a curved? Yeah, it's curved. Okay. Um, yeah. You have the stream up? Let me bring up. I, I felt like I could never get used to a curved monitor. How do, how do I display the... Yeah. So, let's see. That would be... There's There's the G9. That I was looking at. Mm-hmm. You see that? It's a 49 inch. Oh, God. It seems excessive. Is that excessive? Okay. It seems excessive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you do dual monitors or do you just. I do do dual monitors. Okay. In fact, I need to redo my monitor arms because my this monitor is so big that it's overlapping the other monitor with the current monitor arm setup. So it's no good. <sighs> see. Vaughn, this is the setup that you need. Because he's got like two computers in his office right now and three monitors on each computer. And I wonder if the. Like an ultra wide instead? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that would help him out better. It depends. Do you like having to use like monitor software to like manage your windows? Because that's how you simulate multiple monitors when you've got a big ultra wide. And some people don't want that. They just want two monitors and it's easier to manage that way so oh i'm sorry he's got three monitors on his personal pc and two on his work vaughn nobody cares (laughs) (laughs) wow but but yeah i i I don't do the ultra wide for the same reason because i work with spreadsheets a lot and it's easier to just put it over on the other monitor and maximize it and that's how it stays Having to actually resize the windows and stuff would be a pain. Yeah, so... um, What were we talking about? Monitors? Yeah, so this is what I got, is the Alienware AW3423DWF. And um, it's only 34 inches wide. And I'm trying to show it on the screen so you can see. Oh, for frick's sake, come on. He's got two of them side by side. I do not have two of them as you can see it's big it's not as big as that crazy samsung one so i got the modest option right yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh yeah there you go yeah um i wanted something with good hdr um and this one seems to have it and it and uh so i went i i went to artings and i looked at their their top gaming monitors and i just bought it 
I said, I'm going to experience HDR gaming. And this thing has so many HDR options that I can never decide which mode to be in. Because they have the HDR option that has the perfect blacks, and then they have the HDR option that can blow out, burn out your eyeballs. <laughs> so, like, one's more color accurate, and one gives you, like, the actual ooh-ah that you really want from the HDR. So, now I have to game in both and decide which I like. That said, <clears throat> unlike my, my previous monitor, which is an LG monitor that says it can do HDR, but it's actually HD aren't. Um, it it where you turn it on and it's neither very bright and all the colors are washed out once you turn it on this monitor you turn it on it's an oled it's an oled monitor oh you can't see this on the stream can you yeah no um you no. can't tell like i was gonna say look how black these pixels are and it's like wait a second <laughs> that doesn't work on <laughs> the stream <laughs> i'm not a tech youtuber black. showing you anything yeah. I, this doesn't work <laughs> i'm gonna stop talking about this my, then you have me where one of the TVs I have in front of me right now is a Commodore 1084 monitor. Oh, so. gosh. There you go. There's some blacks, blacks. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so this is my first, like, big OLED screen. So it's kind of like I, I just turn it on. I'm like, that's really black. It's like my phone. Oh, I'm in a modern world of display technology. Cool. <laughs> I should play some games that aren't <laughs> Trails in the Sky on this monitor. <laughs> but no. <laughs> I mean, Trails in the Sky is a really pretty game. It's not necessarily pushing polygons, yeah. but it's still colorful. So here's the thing, Kelly. I got another thing this week, too. Oh, God. <laughs> oh God. I got an AMD 7900 XTX video card. Yay. So did I, you have to... Uh -huh. uh, I was about to say, did you have to give up your firstborn, but you don't have kids? No, but I had cats. to remove a bunch of hard drives from my case in order to fit it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it was so long, I had to I had to learn about bits of my case that could be removed that I didn't know could be removed. <laughs> so I'm doing a full computer upgrade, and I'm doing it in pieces, because I want a 7950X3D. It's not available right now, because all the early adopters bought them, and they're gone. So... I got the two bits I can actually upgrade and benefit from right now, which is a video card and a monitor, and that's what I put on this week, and it's like real exciting and very cool, and it took way longer to install it on my desktop last night than I thought. I broke a DisplayPort cable doing it because everything I had was perfectly run and not perfectly cable managed, but cable managed in a way that once I tried to adapt things to the new monitor and move my desk up and down, I broke things. Because the links aren't right anymore. That's the problem with cable management is when you have to change your layout, all that managing and tying and affixing of cables to the right lengths, uh, it breaks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to I do hate it all that. again. <laughs> so yeah. Um No Vaughn, I did not have to sell the cats to afford the monitor. Stop it. Emperor well, Mythos points out like your NVIDIA card is still smaller than a 4090. It is. You're right. Yeah. Sorry. Go say, ahead. Vaughn says that like you have very high dollar cats and not just, you know, sh rescues. They are just rescues, though. I, I, I met a high dollar cat last week. Ooh, tell me about. Oh, wait. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Right. We can't is there a short cats. version of the cat story? Um. Yeah. I went to a sh an art store. They had a. Uh, not a savannah, uh, a Bengal cat. 
that was a rescue or a, a surrender because the family couldn't do, handle her and she she followed us around the store and was very sweet and mm-hmm. had a very meow kind that of bangle meow. is the most watered down bangle i've ever seen <laughs> chris didn't think it was actually a bangle <laughs> It was like, you know, I don't know. That's just what the lady told me. But the cat, I mean, it didn't look like an ordinary house cat. Your husband doesn't think it's a Bengal either. Holy crap. Okay. I just asked Bing about the high dollar cats. It says expensive cats can cost up to $125,000. Woof. No, thanks. Well, yeah. Isn't that like the F1 Savannas? And- yeah. That's what they're talking about. I didn't know that it cost that much. Why would you pay that much? Oh, it's because you're a breeder. Right. Okay. Or that Maine Coon that I showed you that was like yeah. as much as a right. cheap car. Were we getting Ooh. complaints about cat talk? Is that why we can't talk about cat We anymore? We are. Yes. Okay. So Emperor Mythos oh. says, with how hot AMD cards and CPUs run, get some knock to a fans for quiet and performance. Uh, I'm doing an Arctic-based build, Emperor. Um, so I will, I'll be good. But yeah, I'm getting some... I'm getting some 140s. Um, I have some 140s. I'm getting a whole new case, bud. So, yeah, the there's a there's an AIO on the on the way. Yeah, that I got the cooling covered, probably, maybe. Yeah, so here's here's the I've spent all week trying to figure out my new computer build, which is weird because like the part isn't available. So why am I putting so much effort into it right now? But I can't decide on what color I want my case to be. And then once I cut. Co- pick the color i've already decided what aio cooler i want for my cpu the problem is it's not the color that i want it i want a white aio cooler to match my white case that i would like to build in but i can't get a white aio cooler in the model that i want but i don't want to do another different model cooler and that contradiction that problem has caused me no end of waffling and indecision for a week i have a problem ladies and gentlemen I need to just pick what I want and just go with it and stop trying to get it perfect. But I'm spending. So I've been fortunate to get a very large bonus from work. So that's why I'm buying the expensive computer stuff. Um, And I decided for the for once, I'm going to do a top end build, like with all the things that the fancy YouTubers build with. And I'm like, I'm going to do that myself. And so that's why I'm like. But if I'm going to spend all this money, I don't want it to not look like it's worth money. Because it's actually very easy to spend a bunch of money and have it not look impressive. And I'm like, I want it to look impressive. Is that wrong? If I'm going to spend the money, shouldn't it look shiny? Oh, Nobody, yeah, no, are you right. planning on showing this off? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not. And it's going to have all this RGB that I'm going to turn off because I don't need it on most of the time. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Uh, well, are- Chris, I'm not going to judge. I, I listen to video game music. Yeah, on, on vinyl. So, do what you got to do, dude. Um, and yeah, I, I spend the same amount of money on video game related toys, so I've got no room to bitch. Every six years, I buy one thousand dollar laptop to replace the one that is about to break. That's the way to do it, right there. That's responsible compute purchasing. <laughs> it's not wasteful. It's spending within your means. It's getting value for your purchase. It's using it until it's actually no, you know, you. good job. I need to applaud that because that's you're the only one being responsible on the show. Thank you. I have a 20 or I have a 10 year old uh, uh, Mac that I use for this. <laughs> oh, all right. Claps for you, too. 
Jason and Ryan. Well done. Can I, can I get a clap for refusing to upgrade my phone because I don't want to lose? How my, many Legos uh, did you buy this week? I, I didn't buy any. This week? No. No, I haven't bought anything because there hasn't been anything interesting. Uh, the plural <laughs> of Lego is Lego. I, I've been... Uh, <laughs> I've been refusing to upgrade my phone because I don't want to lose the SD card slot nor the uh um what 3.5 millimeter headphone jack slot. What do you need an SD card slot for? The newer Samsungs don't have SD card slots. I know. Why do you need a SD card slot? I I download a lot of audiobooks. And And, uh, the regular phone fills up pretty quick. So delete the ones you're not listening to. True. How big of a <laughs> phone are you buying? <laughs> the audiobooks aren't that big, Kelly. No, I, I like having the extra uh, space. Why? For more audiobooks, Chris. Okay. Yeah, it's interior <laughs> designing on the phone. You need that. Yeah. Why, why do I need my fans to be white in my new computer? Uh, I, I mean, don't have a good reason. <laughs> I mean, the fact the that, same that thing. you know... You, you can not spend too much on a phone and just upgrade it with the What SD are you buying? What nice. is your Samsung phone? Oh, uh, are, are they t- are they skimping on the uh, Mythos? I'm going with an AS Rock uh, Tai Chi. I know it's not like the me- like the MSI Meg I should probably get, but it's pretty good. I like the USB four ports on it. Um, sorry, someone in the chat asked about motherboards. What it? What is? What? What are we talking about? Phones. Um, what are you buying for phones? That Samsung has been kind of going the route of Apple and removing features. Yeah, but I've got Apple devices and Anna has Apple devices. We have room for our books. I don't know. Maybe I just need to spring for a You have a phone. lot of audiobooks, apparently. Well, are no, you putting other that. things on there that actually use um, space? Music. I take a lot of photos and videos. A lot of cat, especially a lot of cat a lot photos. Of cat photos. And <laughs> they don't link to the cloud? And evacuate no. your phone. Maybe that's maybe that's the iPhone's secret sauce that's helping oh, us that because we have iCloud photo library mm-hmm. and it all the old it offloads all the old photos. Yeah, my stuff doesn't do that. Oh, uh, yeah. So you need oh, and I and all of my music. I have uh, I pay for iTunes Match and that just mm-hmm. every, I just stream all of my stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I well I pay for uh, YouTube, Spotify music. or something. Oh, YouTube. No, I, I dumped Spotify about two years ago. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot you broke up. Yeah, they they pissed me off. They didn't pay Joe Rogan enough for you? Is that what happened? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry. No, it's it's related to that, but not what one might think. Or, never mind. Yeah, let's not get into it. The point is, I don't like Spotify. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, while I wait for Bing to tell me how big most Samsung phones are nowadays... We should probably talk about what games we've been playing. Oh, oh I can, I can, I have, I, I have a report. I finished Trails in the Sky. The first one. Yes, of course, right. the first one. <laughs> I cannot oh. believe how much longer the final chapter was in that game versus every other chapter. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you love it when it does that? That's I, the fact that. The fact that it ends on a big fat cliffhanger. Oh my gosh! No wonder people were mad that it took four years for second chapter to come out. I can't (laughs) believe that cliffhanger. (laughs) It's very anime. It's very standard cliffhanger. But like to just leave it like that is so unresolved. (laughs) Mm 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's the trail's way because uh, Cold Steel one ends on a cliffhanger that bad, and Cold Steel three ends on a cliffhanger that bad. Well done. Yeah. So. Falcom knows how to cliffhang. Yep. So how'd you like it? Uh, I thought it was really good. It's it got better the more I played it. So it really is bad in the beginning and then turns pretty good by the end. Um, yeah. The pacing just gets a lot better. Um, so how'd yeah, like, go ahead. How'd you like cross-dressing Joshua? Oh, I loved it. I, I couldn't believe they fit it in twice in one game. <laughs> <laughs> I really got to get through that one of these days. He pulls it off so well. Um, they, I mean, they're very good games, but they they take, can take a little while to finish, especially if you're a completionist. I mean, that was like, yeah, f- my clock was like 60 hours or something like that, which mm-hmm. has some f- inflation, um, like, from having left it on and stuff like that, so. Well, that's were you, reasonable. Were you playing on easy? No. Okay. I don't think so. It's just adorable. Because you can get through those games significantly quicker at lower difficulties. Yeah, but I didn't want to. I was no surprising no. myself. I went from hating that battle system to actually starting to like it as I learned how to build um, quartz combos and stuff like that. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that you have to play on easy. I'm just saying that um, if it, people are intimidated by that timer, just know that it can be cut in half just by playing on easier difficulties. I'm thinking that I should. Um, I was wondering if I should bump up to hard for the next game or not. Um, but I don't know. I mean, uh, it depends. Depends if you're more interested in the story or the combat. I, I want to. I want to appreciate both. Oh, that's fine. So I start. I did start it. I actually did start it on normal. So we'll see how that's going. Um, I know how it's going. I got through the prologue. So I'm I'm through the prologue on second chapter, and yeah, I it is buggy. It, it does bug me how you can't talk about anything that you did in these games without it being a spoiler. <laughs> They're yeah. so story focused. <laughs> it's what makes this franchise my favorite and also biggest bane is you're talking about completionist aspects and I'm a completionist for wanting to see every dialogue option. So I end up spending 20 hours talking to the same people over and over again. Oh yeah. I I don't do that. Yeah. That's what Josh does. The only thing I check on is the treasure chests. But other than that, I don't need to talk to every single NPC to get every bit of dialogue. I don't care. The, the important bits of dialogue are in the main story. So I do, I did try to finish all the, the side quests I could, um, I think there were three I couldn't finish, which kind of sucks, but like including one where I had to find a lost book and I couldn't f- figure out what the clue was about. It was really dumb. And I'm not, I don't feel bad that I couldn't figure that one out. <laughs> anyway, that's, I'm, that's dumb. <laughs> I'm mildly annoyed that my copy of Trails to Azure that I pre-ordered on Amazon apparently isn't going to ship it until uh, like Thursday, March 30th. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know why, for some reason, the Amazon version is shipping so late. Did you pre-order it later, maybe? Maybe you're getting, like, uh, yeah, a second I, batch? I, I think I pre-ordered, like, I don't, I don't know. I pre-ordered all four of them at once and then later did, uh, canceled two of them so that I could get the Switch versions. So, I don't know. Maybe I got in a later batch or something. It, it's weird. Not, not that I'm complaining because I'm still playing other stuff right now, by the way. But... um. Yeah, you'll have to 
keep us posted on your uh, second chapter journey, Chris. Yep. So you've been playing PC PC Builder Simulator, but in real life. I and PC Building Simulator. I like to try and model my PCs in there before oh, I buy God. them. <laughs> there you go. It's it's so silly, but I love that we have that, and it's really cool because you kind of get a sense of how they look. Um, it's missing the cases I want to buy. <laughs> It makes me sad. Am I thinking of something else that, uh, or is it piece or the building simulator that you could like build one for the queen? Oh yeah. That's yes. That is in there. Oh, okay. I always like, I think, I think I remember you talking about that a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah. The first one. Whatever. Yeah. No, the first, yeah. You literally build a PC for the queen. That's and then awesome. they, <laughs> and then they, she's like, they've informed me. I need to stop gaming. <laughs> is that the story mode for PC? Yes. Simulator? Yeah. Okay. There's, yeah, you just get really silly requests in there, and then you build them. It's it's good. Okay, that's what I've been playing. What about Ryan? I've been playing uh, Mato Anomalies, a indie game. Came out last week, and it kind of has visual aesthetic and vibe. If you wanted to combine like the. Digimon Story, Cyber Sleuth, and Blade Runner. So it's kind of a hodgepodge at times. You can tell it's indie for sure because non-main characters don't have eyes even in the portraits. <laughs> okay. So it's kind of interesting being like, oh, I got to talk to this person. And then they, they show up and it's the same model that's been used 10 times now. That's kind of creepy. That is weird. And it's like, all right, you're the leader of this union, but you look like the guy who's working underneath uh, or and the same person who just gave me the, a clue to a side quest. So, all right. So they just went with the Final Fantasy Tactics idea of not giving them noses, but went with eyes instead. Yeah, yeah. that's what it sounds like. Okay. And uh, it's kind of split between two uh, main characters with their own types of gameplay in a way as well. One of them is a detective. The other one is uh, so trying to find out what's happening in the real world aspects. And then there's a guy that goes into dungeons to get rid of the uh, demon-like things that reside within. Baintide, that's what it's called. Couldn't think of it for a second. Uh, The detective side of the story is pretty interesting, but the actual gameplay for that one is a card game and I'm a person that likes card games and it's very frustrating because if you don't pick the right deck and get the like right cards, it feels like you're losing every time. And it's like, all right, I need this exact setup to work. And that's not how a card game should feel in my opinion. Uh, The dungeon diving aspects of it are okay. It's a turn-based game. They do some interesting and weird stuff, though. Like, for example, I have a party of three characters, and there's only one health bar. So instead of 200 for each character, you have 600 for your whole party. And the usual, like, weaknesses, resistance type stuff. The pacing seems very weird. I'm in chapter two of what I think is, like, nine chapters, and I have already filled out the skill tree from the looks of it. And new new skills come from weapons. So, like, if a new weapon comes every chapter, maybe that would make things more interesting down the road. But I can just see this being, if I already have most of the good stuff now, just repetitive later. 
So I don't know if anyone noticed, I asked Bing about this game, and it basically did, told us 60% of what Ryan just told us. <laughs> so confirmed, the AI overlords are taking over our jobs. Yeah. I'll try adding a little bit of more nuance into it. I mean, I should. I like to think that I can't be replaced by Bing yet. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to insult you. I was saying, like, <laughs> it can't tell us, like, whether or not you thought it was good or not. But, like, a yeah. lot of that info, like, it did a really good job summarizing, like, the two characters, the games, and even, and then it talked about how some reviewers compared it to Persona 5, but found it lacking in polish and originality. The game also features a card game called Mind Hack, which allows you to manipulate the memories of certain characters. And it has a mature content rating for violence, blood, and gore. <laughs> like, okay, thanks. Now we're talking. <laughs> yeah. Go all Vandal Hearts on this thing. Uh, I kind of wish it was more... Like, if it was more like Vandal Hearts, I would have been much more amused. Uh, it's. I haven't seen anything that's really made it like they discuss mature themes, but I I don't remember there being any kinds of like oh the trailer war type stuff. I'm starting to see kind of the Persona influence in the trailer. Yeah. Kind Interesting. of, kind of, just kind of like, okay. but some of the style, and, super subtle, and sense of I the was boss fights. See NPCs without eyes. Ah. yeah, me too. Honestly, I'm kind of kind of curious about that now. I mean, given that it's anime style, I see how they do that because they do that in uh, World Ends with You a lot with NPCs. Uh, still creepy. <laughs> Even in the mind hack, they don't bother having real people inside the chair. It's just a blue. Yeah, I saw that. That's so strange. Like, and it's just going to be generic. We're not going to model everyone in that chair. <laughs> yeah. And like the the comic scenes and there's occasional voice acting it's all fun i've already gotten sick of like every time that character they just showed on screen does that attack he says the exact same voice line <laughs> and it's one of his four attacks he has so i'm like okay mm. annoyed by this that stinks uh so well. npcs without eyes sounds like an 80 cent wave band <laughs> and they're doing the sekiro like samurai with only one arm thing all right well whatever I, I could tell why first. the uh, t- main trailers for the game wouldn't show eyeless NPCs, though. Yeah, that that'd be a little creepy. Yeah, they probably don't want to like really draw attention to it. Uh, like, there's been what do I want to say? Like NPCs in the Fire Emblem Cross SMT game were all like shadows, right? Yeah, yeah. pretty that, much. That was weird. Like, we've seen other games do weird things with them. I don't know. Whatever. Man, it looks like this should be better than it is. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that kind of explains why I wanted to pick it up at first. Like, oh, this looks pretty cool. I'll see yeah. how well the story goes. And story itself is fine enough, but there's just the, that little bit of jank to it where I'm not quite sure where it's going to go or where it's coming from. But So is this why Persona games take four years to make? Oh, okay. <laughs> And then they make two different versions of them. Shush. <laughs> That's just, we need to, this took so long, we need to sell it twice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have a Persona story coming up later. Oh, good, good, good. All right. Well, it, it, I wouldn't have those expectations very high, Chris. Oh. Just, just saying. Well, let's, I'm still excited, so let's start getting through things. Um... We've we filled our Ryan quota, so let's talk to uh, 
Uh, I didn't. I'm oh, you're also a Ryan. Okay, go for it. Okay. Um, go, well, go. I, I I finished up Theater Rhythm, and the last like the final song on Easy Mode ripped my thumbs up. Oh gosh. It oh, was a re- it was a remix of Battle on the Big Bridge that was like I, on Reddit it literally said that is the end boss of the entire game on all difficulties, and yeah. I, I was trying to get a, a perfect chain and get a triple S rank on it at the same time. And <laughs> that did not go over well. I ended up having to switch to my, uh, so I've got a brand new switch. Mm. Um, the, the OLED one, which means that the joy cons aren't very worn in yet. And when you're trying to play a twitchy yeah. rhythm game, those joy cons are like sandpaper on your thumbs. So I ended up having to uh, switch to my pro controller just to get through that song. But luckily I did. So for now, I am mostly done with theater rhythm, except I have to check it every couple of weeks for new DLC. Because this week they released uh, the World Ends With You DLC. Like six songs or three songs from the first game and three songs from the second game. And that was really cool. Um, So I finished that. I, did I talk about Valkyrie Profile 2 the last time we were on? Yes. Okay. I, I've still been playing that. I'm on Chapter 5 right now, and I got kind of sucked into doing a whole bunch of level grinding. Um, because you kind of... I'm kinda, not really going to the point of no return, but going to a point where apparently the fights get pretty hard. Um so I spent like a day just fighting the same boss over and over again and getting my characters like up to level 50 before I uh, basically go to Valhalla for a little while. And then in Chapter 6, I think they uh, give you access to the entire game after that. I don't know when I'm going to end up finishing the game. Um, but I also, last night, so the the... Let me back up. The Steam Spring Sale is going on right now. And Power Wash Simulator was on sale. And it's like, I have been dying to try that. And <laughs> what, what did better, you know, was playing that in bed last night and had to make myself go to bed at like 3.30 in the morning because it's like, I, okay, I, I cannot do the whole, I will just wash one more car and be done. Because... Um, Part of why I was really sucked into that was because uh, they have the Final Fantasy VII DLC, and one of the things that I was watching was uh, the the truck that they escape in from Midgar, and also um, the motorcycle. That's like the first level in the um, Final Fantasy VII DLC, and it cracks me up because the whole time uh, Reeve gives you little text messages kind of telling you about the different cars that you're power washing. And then the the next level, I'm power washing the Iron Scorpion, and the job is from uh, Heidegger. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just amusing to me. All of these Shinra NPC bad guys are, like, basically telling you I need you to wash to... my stuff. <laughs> yeah. I need this nice and shiny before Cloud breaks it. <laughs> I mean, at least it's just washing it, not just, you know, it's rusted over from when it got broken. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and some of those levels are kind of hard in the Final Fantasy VII DLC because, you know, you're not just, like, washing the exterior. You've got to get 
you have different nozzles and you've got to take the more precision nozzle and kind of get in between things to uh get get all the dirt off um luckily there's a a meter that kind of tells you how dirty a part is and you have a checklist of all the parts that you need to clean but once you start getting everything clean it's like okay where's the rest of the dirt i i'm i'm pressing the show dirt button and i'm not seeing any dirt um and you know if you want to 100 percent each level you've got to really <laughs> make sure everything gets clean it uh kind of ties into that ocd part of my brain <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm seeing the video right now and yeah that motorcycle was a pain to clean because i mean you've got to clean the engine and the, there's just all these little parts that you've got to get in between it's almost uh, like this isn't how you actually clean a motorcycle. <laughs> no, it probably isn't. <laughs> I would imagine not. <laughs> this is the difficult uh, set, setting of the game, is they give you motorcycles. No, that, that's the first level in the uh, Final Fantasy VII DLC. I haven't even, um, I haven't even uh, started the, the Tomb Raider pack. There's a Tomb Raider pack, too? Yeah, yeah, you can you can clean oh, uh, Lara Croft's mansion. Oh, jeez, Louise! <laughs> God, these now, this is on Game Pass, I think, as well. But I don't know. <gasps> I don't think you get any of the DLC. I mean, I'd, I'd be willing to do that and then maybe buy the DLC. I mean, the DLC is free. Oh, oh, yeah. all right then. I wonder if it's on Xbox because yeah. the whole Final Fantasy thing. Yeah, it's it's just like free add-on packs that came is with the game Seven Remake not on Xbox. No, it isn't. No. I didn't know that. Oh, or I forgot it. That's a, okay. So now we need to look. Um, I have Game Pass. So we're going to find out. Can I do this? You're not asking Bing, are you? No, I'm not <laughs> asking. You, someone well, should ask Bing while I do this. Um, you know what? No. I, I think the one time asking Bing would actually probably be the better way to go just because it's the Microsoft AI. <laughs> You're not wrong. Is this no longer on? Oh, maybe it's no longer on or it never, or I just misremembered it. Yeah, I'm not seeing Power Wash on here anymore. Oh. Yeah, it, right, right now it's only twenty bucks on Steam, and I, you know, I realize that I dig it oh, because my it the, the, my favorite <laughs> thing about Mario Sunshine was uh, running around cleaning up the stuff, not necessarily doing the platforming. It's here, get it for free. Um, oh yeah. right, because I'm. Um, this is now. Let's be just to be clear. This may be. It still might not be on Xbox. I don't know for sure because mm-hmm. I'm looking at it from a PC. So it's going to okay. show me that the PC Game Pass has it. Um, I'm going to install this. This seems like a great thing for me to play on my fancy yeah, uh, new it, video it's card. Gonna, it's going to be in my... Really pushing my, the limits there. Testing <laughs> out your new video card with Power <laughs> Wash Simulator. That, that's actually kind of awesome. Just watch um, all the specs of Dusk go flying everywhere. Particle yay. effects. Oh, I needed it for the inside of these PCs. Because I, I was uh, playing it on my Steam Deck last night. Um, I, I need to adjust the field of view, though, because it was getting giving me a little bit of motion sickness. Which is weird. I usually don't get motion sickness from 3D games when I'm playing it on my Steam Deck. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's going to be my kind of wind-down-before-bedtime game. It's very zen, just sit, sitting there, power-watching stuff. Um 
I don't, when you start career mode, the first thing you wash is a van, and then the second thing they give you to wash is like a garden, and the the garden is just there's all sorts of little nooks and crannies that you've got to get into the wash, and I don't know something about it just kind of relaxed me. Well, that's um, the idea with I, these, right? I mean, one of my favorite games is uh, Viscera Cleanup Detail, which is kind of a prototype to this one. But Viscera Cleanup Detail is also very frustrating to play because, uh, oh gosh, um, your resources are finite, or rather not finite, but like you can only stick the mop in the bucket so many times before the the mop water gets all uh, bloody and you have to switch it out. So a lot of Viscera cleanup <laughs> details very tedious. So I consider um, House Flipper to be more of a predecessor for this. Yeah, House Flipper's pretty zen, too. Um, I don't know. I had trouble playing House Flipper on my Steam Deck because of the controls. wonder if the same zen-like uh, experience will happen if people play like Serial Cleaners, if anyone's heard of that game. I've tried yeah, that, I've and that. that's more of a stealth cleaning game, and I didn't like it very much because I'm not a oh. huge fan of stealth. You've got to clean without being seen in that one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Clean, not seen. Cleaners yeah. are seen and not heard. Pretty much. Well, well, in serial cleaners, you're uh, hired by the mob to clean murder scenes before the cops show up. Okay. I bought it thinking it was going to be another Viscera cleanup detail, but it it had a little too much stuff through my taste. Oh, look Uh, at this uh, stuff that's on Game Pass now. Hold on. Look at this. This is Civ 6 is on Game Pass, Guilty Gear Strive, Woe Long Fallen Dynasty. That's like the latest Neo style game. Mm -hmm. F122. Oh, that's a good graphics game. I should install that. Soul Hackers 2. Yeah. Nobody likes that, do they? I mean, if you're playing it for free on Game Pass, go for it. It's better than that. Yeah, yeah, all right. Um, I'm paying the 60 bucks I paid for it. Merge and Blade. I don't know what that is. Atomic Heart. That's the game from Russia? There's a whole controversy there. Um, Shadow Warrior 3, Mountain Blade 2, Bannerlord. Madden 23 is on Game Pass, so I can get my football down now that football's over. Right? Yeah. Um... SD Gundam yeah. Battle Alliance. Here's one for Tam. I the graphical bought that Sorry. damn game two weeks before when it came. Oh no! <laughs> I was like, are you? I was like, oh god! I, I I pulled the. Remember when? Um, I think you had just bought Radiant Silver Gun and then it ended up on Game Pass yep. or something. No, <laughs> yep. not on Game, not Pass. Game Pass. Uh, they XBLA. put it on Xbox. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh cool! I just pulled a Chris right on. <laughs> I, I had the same thing happen to me with Like a Dragon and PSN. What Ooh. is Hot Wheels Unleashed? Uh, that's just the Hot Wheels. I think that's the Hot Wheels racing game where all the cars are. There's licensed cars, but they're in uh, blind packs. I don't know. I kind of prefer the Hot Wheels in Forza, but all right, cool. Um, Darkest Dungeon. That's not new. And Inculati. That's a new game. Oh, it's game preview. That's still in early access. I didn't know that. Oh, it came out uh, in full about a month or two ago. Oh no! It's wait. Never mind. Never mind. It's early access. It came out on. Vaughn says that Hot Wheels is like a girl's gone wild, but for Hot Wheels. I should play Inculati. That looks good. Uh, oh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R, which I would be into if it wasn't actually a fighting game, right? So, 
Wait, is that a fighting game or am I just wrong? No, I'm pretty sure it's a fighting game. Yeah, all right. No. I want I want a more Yakuza style JoJo game. Hi-Fi Rush I've heard good things about. Monster Hunter Rise, if only it had the DLC. Oh, well. Um we get a story about that later. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, we'll get there. Persona 3 Portable and Golden, also on Game Pass. And this is all um this is from the Xbox or the PC perspective, so there might even be more on console. So, anyway, cool. That's man. I got to yeah, play Game Pass is a hell of a deal. I got to play through my It's a hell of a deal unless you don't play it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like subscribing to a bunch of the, you know, streaming things and never watching anything on it. So, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Unsubscribe from them if you're done watching. I, I know I, it's a pain, yeah, but, better it's, at that, but it's a lot of money. It adds up. All right. So mm-hmm. think of all the video cards you could buy. Uh, <laughs> didn't the good dude who made GGW get into legal hot water over some underhanded crap he did while warning the franchise? What's GGW? Yes. Girls Gone Wild. Oh, well, how that did that come up? a long time ago. How, oh, because Vaughn said something about Girls Gone Wild. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, Girls Thinking. Gone Wild, but for Hot Wheels. What does that mm. even mean? <laughs> it's a hell of an analogy. I don't know what it means, but I like it. Okay, Tam really wants me to point out, yes, not only did Tam play SD Gundam Battle Alliance, he streamed it on the RP Gamer stream. Yes, I'm sorry. I forgot that was the one you played. I knew it was a Gundam game, but honestly, Tam, they're all the same to me right now. <laughs> and and Kulinati has some good humor and uh, decent gameplay. It's got I Hildegard von Blingen it. doing one of the voices, one of the ladies, and I, yep. I like her YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and like the donkey farts at people to attack. Anyway, let's, <laughs> that's cause, you know why not? <laughs> hmm. Hmm. All right, who's next? Who's next? Jason. I, su- I suppose that's me because I'm the only one left, right? I think so. <laughs> so, all right, all right. So, uh, the first game I played was a, actually a Game Pass game, and that was Tiny Kin. Um, did that for a podcast that we're doing for my site and um basically it's like pikmin but it's sort of like my um my first pikmin if you want to think of it like the fisher price version of pikmin there's like no real fail state it's kind of charming but it doesn't have the same charm as pikmin i i I don't want to like get on it too much because you know we're talking specifically about rpgs here but it's it just lacks that like nintendo first party thing i mean it's a you know, obviously a, an indie game. So of course it's not going to have that, but it's also, I want to say if rare made Pikmin, this would be it. There's a billion collectibles and it doesn't shut up. <laughs> so, Why do people I mean, like collectathon games? I can't I, I handle don't it. Get it. I uh, don't. Oh wait, sorry, Ryan, you play, you're a completionist. Do you like co- collectible game collectathon games? Oh, the completionist side is entirely just on the conversation aspect. I don't. Okay. Like, I I can do sixty five percent of the game, but have as much of the conversation. I'm good. All right. All right. Got it. I, I used to like collectathon platformers, but I then I got real tired of them. I, as soon as I see like, oh, you here's a thing you can collect, and there's four of them in each level. I actually my interest in the game just I feel it leave my body. What about a thousand of them? <laughs> no thanks. Stage? No thanks. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh man, this makes Donkey Kong uh, 64 look tame in comparison. Ugh. 
So, yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it's not bad. And if you're looking for a low impact Pikmin without like really a lot of pressure to it, it's probably good for that. The movement's pretty good. Just the occasional hiccups with the camera and just like where you are, because it's very like Paper Mario character aesthetic with, you know, being flat on a 3D um, background. But and I don't know, like I said, I. I didn't hate it, but I certainly didn't like like it, I suppose. It was just sort of one of those things that I was like, oh, this is fine. And then the music and the talking got very old for me very quick. It wasn't that the music was bad. It was just that it's, you know, just not generic. It just sort of does what it needs to do and kind of doesn't really stand out. So I just kept popping up um, my own music on, on my vinyl player after getting it back. So, yeah. And once I finished that, I moved on to uh, Atelier Ryza, which is my first Atelier. <laughs> Literally nobody playing this on Twitch right now for Tinykin. <laughs> What's yeah, up well, with that? Yeah, it's, Is it old? No, it came out in August. Eh, old enough to be okay. outside. I, yeah. I, I guess, yeah, I guess it's old. So I asked but, Bing, yeah. why do people like playing collectathon games? And it says examples are Banjo-Kazooie, Spyro the Ga- Dragon, and Super Mario Odyssey. They may enjoy collectathon games for different reasons, such as they enjoy exploring the game world and finding hidden secrets or rewards. They feel a sense of accomplishment or satisfaction when they complete a collection or unlock a new area or ability. They like the variety and challenge of different types of collectibles and tasks. They appreciate the aesthetic and design of the game world and the collectibles. They have nostalgia or fondness for certain characters or franchises. I like that one because it's like, you actually don't care for the gameplay, but you really like Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> really want to make sure Donkey Kong gets all the bananas. Yeah. <laughs> of course, not everyone likes collectathon games. Some people find them boring, repetitive, frustrating, or overwhelming. You don't say. It depends mm. on personal preference or taste. <laughs> The only thing I will say about the collectibles in this is the thing that there's like a thousand of in every level. They do a pretty good job of like giving you the indication that like, hey, you haven't been in this area yet of this stage because the, you know, in Pikmin, the stages are normally pretty small. These are like really pretty expansive levels and there's only six of them. But it's it's easy to get turned around on where you've been um, because much like Pikmin, your progress is sort of gated by how many of the little tiny kins you have at the moment. So to like get to a certain point, you have to have like X amount of tiny kin to build a ladder for yourself. You have to have X amount of tiny kin to make things explode, which the exploding tiny kin are my favorite because they just so gleefully get thrown and um, blow up for you. So uh, with it being a collectathon and even with it being that expansive, do they ever have moments where it's like, Oh, I just found 14 collectibles in one spot. Nothing like that. It's okay. uh, so the, the, these little pieces of pollen that are throughout. I mean, the, I guess you can sort of think of them more as like coins in in a sense. Um, they're sort of the big collectible, but there's you have to like, I don't know, like you don't have to do that, but to earn more bubbles, which allows you more like floating time when you jump, you have to get a certain amount of those every level. So you sort of have to get those little collectibles, but it's sort of a pain in the ass too because eventually it starts getting. Boring and repetitive if you're not into collectathons like me. <laughs> so what else have you been playing? Atelier Ryza, which is my the first Atelier. First game. one? First one. Alright. I have never and um I, I do okay. Um has anybody here played them before? Yeah, I played the first uh, one. Okay. I played the first the Arlen trilogy. Okay. Is there some weird obsession with barrels in that series? Yes. Or is this just yes. a Ryza thing? Yes. Okay. It's, okay. This is an Atelier gem. thing. Okay. I, I figured as much because like the first thing like you go into Ryza's house and like you can interact with a barrel. She's like, it's a barrel, 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 barrel. I'm like, yep. 
am I missing some joke here? Yep. Like, yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. j- just except it's the in joke barrels. They love barrels. The girls love okay. barrels. Okay. One of I, the collector's editions for the Ireland trilogy literally came with a T-shirt that said "barrel." <laughs> okay, that's real silly. I like that. I still have this T-shirt. I never wore it. It's probably too small for me now. <laughs> that's uh, that's most of the gamer shirts anymore. For that come with that stuff. Like I, like I, since I stopped uh, working at Albertsons, I don't nearly burn as much calories as I used to, and I'm like, oh, I'm, most of my shirts aren't fitting anymore. That's weird. Wonder what happened. <laughs> Oh, the joy of buying a Dragon Quest t-shirt in Japan and realizing that a Japan XL is not the same as an American XL. Oh, boy. Yeah, I bought a I bought a Mew uh, Uniqlo shirt uh, in extra large thinking like, oh, I'm a large normally. That'll fit. And then uh, I try to wedge myself into there. I'm like, oh, boy, this. Um, hmm. I mean, I guess if I'm trying to get some um, people like staring at me for like tight clothes, maybe this will work. But uh, this shirt's not going to not going to not going to function for me. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, Ryza, um, I it's. Boy, the alchemy in this, and I, I know that's sort of the whole point of the game, is I don't want to say a little overwhelming when you're just getting started, but it's I like, love it. <laughs> wow. I, I'm enjoying it, but it's just like, holy crap, there's just so many ingredients, and I can only carry this many. Oh, man. So um, let me ask you guys, as the games go on, do or as the games go on, do you get to like expand how much you can carry it at times? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God. Okay. Because um, I feel like I'm getting like five minutes out and I'm like, okay, my, my container's full. I need to go back to Ryza's room and uh, go dump off some stuff. And then, th- yeah. that's th- this game is upgrade the game. This okay. g- It's all about upgrading. And okay. how can I get enough resources to upgrade this thing and make the thing get the skill up so I can upgrade this thing and all that? Yeah. Okay. I'm enjoying it so far. Um, it's, I don't know. It, it, like I said, this is my first one I've tried and I'm really kind of like, I don't say surprised at how much I'm enjoying it, but the battle system's like a little bit more engaging than I was expecting. I was expecting kind of just a simple turn-based thing. And it's just like, okay, this is like, you've got to pay a little bit of attention to this thing. I suppose I could dump it down easy and really not pay attention to it. But I like how, um, you know, if you, um, you know, clobber them with Ryza's staff before the battle starts, you get 10, um, I think it's AP points. And once you hit 10 AP points, you can up your tactics, which allows you to hit twice as many times or one more time or whatever in um, your attack turn. So doing that's like really beneficial because otherwise you could go in and not get wiped, but definitely have a little bit more damage done to you with the most basic monsters in the game. So it does kind of require you to pay a little bit of attention to the battle system because you want to make sure you get the uh, get the tactics level up to the next level Um like right away so before your first guy attacks you want to make sure you're hitting that uh, uh god what's the what, what's the touchpad on the ps4 called um is there a the, t- touch bar i think it's yeah. just i think it's the just t- the touchpad okay well the touchpad on the ps4 so yeah so that's uh you want to make sure you get that going really quickly um it, i mean the story's cute i guess um okay, it'll get um, a little better okay as you okay. go on because okay so things you, you happen Ryza, but I, I yeah i finished rise of one I okay. started Ryza okay. 2 and just for some reason fell off it. I keep telling myself I'm going back to it, but it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I had started that just before I had shoulder surgery and then found that um, after sol- shoulder surgery for the immediate time, like, I couldn't hold the controller yeah. very well okay. without it hurting. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'm going to have to come back to this. So I ended up uh, going back to Pokemon Sword and Shield because I could, you know, Joy-Cons. Joy-Cons, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Having had like, oh. arm issues, I love them. <laughs> so yeah um but yeah I'm, I'm, like i said i'm enjoying it and um boy um are okay so the remake of the first one that's um we've talked about a couple of times here are all of the characters like 
kind of main character is meant to be a little um, horny looking. Yes. Okay. That's a, that's also that's an atelier thing. The franchise. That's the only thing I know about Ryza. Okay. Yeah, because there's been more than a couple of characters that like Ryza. When did you grow up so much? And I was like, oh my god, really? <laughs> like the drunken father that comes up to you and like, yeah. when did you, why do people keep saying that to me? Yeah, this is. I mean, the main characters of the atelier games are all waifus. So okay. expect that from everyone. Um, you said the remake. What do you mean the remake? The remake of the first game. That's the first Are Atelier they... game. Is that? It's... Oh no, Annie. Or wait, that yeah, Atelier. No, not Annie. We've talked about it like twice. It's what do you mean on. a remake? Of, oh, a remake of Atelier, um, yeah, Atelier Marie. Marie, that remake. There you go. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sorry, there. Are, <laughs> Tam is correct me. There are five games that have male leads, so they wouldn't technically be waifus. Like, okay. okay. And there might be a game that actually has a literal kid, and obviously that would be wrong. So that would also that not be a waifu. That was Verona 2? Was it? Okay. I I played about four hours of Iris. That was it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> going way that. back. <laughs> yeah. I actually I played, I finished the... the first Iris as well, then I never oh, did wow. the rest. <laughs> uh, yeah, so did I. Um, I remember I, when the, I, oh, sorry. Ahead, no, I didn't even realize that uh, it was a crafting game when I played Iris. I also um, didn't. But it was yeah. all right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was one of those um, when I worked at GameStop things that like we just um, called a bunch of the people who played RPGs um, and were like, hey, the new. And we were like, at Lear. called them? Oh, yeah. On no, the phone? To, uh, to come and pre-order that. Come and pre-order them. Oh, boy. Yeah, you yeah, should come in no. and pre-order this thing. Like, get off my phone! What is oh, no, wrong with you? These people loved it. These people loved it. We had we had a bunch of loyal of like loyal quote unquote customers who would come in and just constantly pre-order stuff. And then then the internet told them to hate GameStop, and then they stopped. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, the, but this, the I, I, I right, guess to a but, point. Yeah. I guess to a point, this was like, um, in a way, we tried to make it sort of like a. Oh no. Like an independent oh, video no. or like video store, you know, where look we, at the uh, chat. Uh oh, what am I looking at here? Oh no. Uh <laughs> uh Cors and Baseo. Is it possible you called Tam and told him to go order a <laughs> order a game? <laughs> there's a very po- there's a, there was one person who uh who pre ordered Harvest Moon games, so I, I and I, I played them, so I would call her and be like, Hey, blank i don't want to say her name but god knows she's not listening but probably but yeah i would uh i would try to get call her like hey the new harvest moon's off for pre-order if you want to come down and get it next time or next time you're in so oh that was his store you may have met christ okay yeah maybe (laughs) oh jeezle i mean this was a long time ago but yeah i I have a guy who went from gamestop this is getting weird (laughs) so how about 2008 I mean, at the time when people were hitting on GameStop, it's like, I don't understand it. All the people at our local GameStop are nice to us and know me and Vaughn on a first What do you mean when people basis. were hating? They didn't stop yet, Kelly. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I meant, like, the, the, the major hate mm. um, in the PS3 slash 360 era. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but like, the... oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, it's just that the people at our GameStop were always really nice to us and, you know, did, didn't pester us, but also knew that, you know, we were capable of, like, dropping $200 in one go there at uh, any yeah. given time. Yeah, we yeah we, we, we call people, like, you whales sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So. yeah, no, and that's, and like I said, we, the, the manager, he turned out to be a pretty skeevy guy at the Yeah, end there, their GameStop but, um, manager. Yeah, well, um, 
like he wanted to run it sort of like an independent um, like video store where we all got to know like people and their tastes so we could better sell them stuff basically. Mm-hmm. And it worked out, but it That's was also nice business. Like a, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well you'd be surprised how often that doesn't work in GameStops anymore. <laughs> so I go occasionally when I'm just like, there's a, like, you know, just <clears> something <throat> used. Hello, so. Chris, this is Bing. People may hate GameStop for different reasons, <laughs> such as they feel oh, God, cheated Chris. by low trade in values and high prices of used games that GameStop offers. They dislike the aggressive sales tactics and pressure to pre-order or buy additional products that employees use. They blame GameStop for hurting the gaming industry by reducing new game sales and royalties for developers and publishers. They resent GameStop for buying out and closing down smaller or independent game stores. They are frustrated by GameStop's poor management and business decisions that have led to store closures, layoffs, and financial losses. They are annoyed by GameStop's resistance to adapt to the digital age and embrace online distribution platforms. I got news for you, folks. They tried. It's called Impulse. It didn't work. They are baffled by GameStop's recent sock surge that was driven by a Reddit-fueled short squeeze that defied market logic and expectations. (laughs) I never sold my GameStop stock from that, so it is worth so little now. It It was a mistake. I shouldn't have kept holding... Chris, you should have gotten rid of the stonks. <laughs> yep. Of course, not everyone hates GameStop. Some people oh, may still Lord. like GameStop for its convenience, selection, rewards program, or nostalgia. <laughs> I so. mean, part of the reason why I stopped going was because we subscribed to Prime, and at the time they had that discount, mm-hmm. and then, you know, that went away. <laughs> I'm curious while we're discussing GameStop, the one near my place, um, most of them, like everyone's saying, very nice people, very uh, attentive and that uh, for the most part. We did have one person that was like, when I was 15, he was like 60 and didn't know what a video game was. And he was like there every day working. And he's like, I'm going to help you find the Mario. And like, that's, <laughs> that's not right. Or like, I'm glad you have Sony enthusiasm, section. sir. <laughs> but for some reason, he was like the best seller from the, I guess the rewards metrics. So they, he never got let go, but he had no idea what a video game was. or what it found. Yeah. But it was like I, talking to your grandpa. So you wanted to work with him. See, it's, yeah. See, sales is weird. It can work with all sorts of different angles. Mm-hmm. Maybe people just found him charming. Yeah. Either that or he was just overbearing and took control of everyone in the store and no one else had a chance to sell. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I was the oldest I, I, one there by like two years and everyone called me grandpa. So. Oh, I love it. <laughs> My uh, my friend Vanessa, um, who does podcasts with me, with me now, um, we met through GameStop, and she used to make fun of me for being old. And now I'm like, hey Vanessa, you realize you're like ten years older than I was when you used when you started calling me old, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, shut up, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yes, that's how time works. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Other times are real undefeated. Yeah, time sucks. And a real bastard. <laughs> All right. Are we done with all our games? Is it time to move on to questions of the week? All right. The question was, do you prefer turn-based or action and why? Okay. First off from Shaman, I preferred turn-based games back in the day because that's what I had access to. I prefer turn-based games now because I'm old and my reaction games were never good. (laughs) As it pertains to SRPG Studio, does it shoehorn mind control into the game's plot even if it wouldn't be warranted? If it is truly a Kaga-developed tool, I would not be shocked in the least. Okay, that's a Fire Emblem in-joke. 
Um, <laughs> I guess all the first Fire Emblem games had mind control in them. All right. Uh, Featherhoof says, question of the week. I think I prefer slight action slightly more than turn-based. Uh, the Tales of series, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Xenoblade, Z, Monster Hunters, Soulsborns, Dragon's Dogma, and Mass Effects of the World seem to do a little more for me than others. Despite my love of traditional turn-based Final Fantasy as well, which is still enormous. The, the only reason I could come up to as to why is I think it feels a little bit more visceral. Not sure if that's the right word. Which feels more fun to me. Like... I'm doing these attacks versus I selected a command and watched them do those attacks. Ooh. Yeah, I can see that. Tracer three says I prefer turn-based combat. In most cases, I find it easier to have time to decide what to do next. Another reason I prefer turn-based combat is that I tend to be bad at dodging. Yeah, that's fair. Strawberry eggs says I play more games with turn-based combat, but I like both equally. I like thinking strategically with turn-based tom- combat, but I also like to run around and hit things with action combat. <laughs> Platinum 3 says, I was raised on Dragon Warriors and Final Fantasy 1 and have stayed 90% turn-based. Now that I complain about being old all the time, it's twofold. It's what I was raised on and what my brain can handle. I'm pretty <laughs> slow-paced in general and I need time to think about what's next and to avoid getting killed because my wife and kids are bugging me about something or another. If I sit down to play a game, I'm putting my 3DS or Switch on standby every 5 to 10 minutes. So I prefer games where it just waits for me. And then when I open it back up, it's standing still and still waiting for me as well. Boy, that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. The game subs you, serves you rather than you serving the game. Oh, so no Elden Ring for Platy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the only action RPG I've really found I enjoy is Ease, for the most part. I don't know why. Yeah, Ease combat is, like, really fast and fun. Mm-hmm. Plus that music kicks, kicks ass yep. consistently. Yep. So, kind of realized from the uh, way of the, those answers were read that I like turn-based rpgs where i have to think and action rpgs where i don't have to think Hmm. so you have something like a soulsborne game where you have to pay attention dodge time like that's thinking i don't want to do that in an action rpg i'm right there with you i hate Mm -hmm. action rpgs where i don't have to think because then i feel like the combat is just a waste of time then it's just a muso game basically i'm just pounding x and it's like you're just wasting my time there's no challenge here i don't have to do anything like Hmm. can we move on (laughs) And that's why I kind of like mindless action RPGs, because I can just, you know, mash the button and feel like a badass. I mean, there's something to be said about that. I think that's why Muso games are so just, popular. Is a lot of Japanese businessmen just want to do that. Just watch an anime at that point. Watch the character be a badass on an anime. And it'll but be why? Badass. When you can be the badass. But I'm not a badass. I'm just pressing X. <laughs> oh, well. All right. Shall we move on? Do we have a new question of the week? I don't think we do. We have to think of one. Did you buy GameStop stocks? (laughs) (laughs) It's like I swear I thought of something earlier in a conversation and then it completely left my head. Oh, well. I'm sure we'll think of something. I'll ask Bing for question of the week ideas. (laughs) No, no, please. (laughs) All right. Let's uh, get into the news. Um, the Lamplighters League has been announced. This is Paradox Interactive and Harebrain Scheme's uh, newest game. It is a 30s pulp adventure with turn-based combat and real-time battlefield infiltration. I'm interested. I like uh, they did those Shadowrun games. 
Yeah, the the combat looks kind of XCOM, and the story looks kind of Indiana Jones. Oh, I know where I saw this already. They they're running ads on our site. Um, uh, I noticed. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> like they didn't like strike a deal specifically with us, but the our ad company has been running Lamplighter leads ads, and I was like, this actually looks relevant to my interests. Good job, ad company. <laughs> Yeah, the I, the gameplay trailer kind of sh- shows off the combat, and um, you you can infiltrate to kind of take out enemies or you know use the environment to your advantage. Looks kind of neat. I I'm getting some uh, worrisome vibes that reminds me of Empire of Sin, which I played a lot of Uh-oh. and didn't really like. I do think yeah. that it might be better as just an adventure game without any of the ex. Um, uh, XCOM stuff, but whatever. <laughs> well, if you want something more low-key, uh, Knights of Pen and Paper 3 has, has Shadow dropped this week. Hold on. I, Is, can I ask a question? Yeah. When does that Lamplighters League game actually release? Um, I don't know. I closed the story. Okay. I'm so sorry. It looks like they don't have a date. Okay. Meanwhile, Pen and Paper 3 is out now. Yeah, it looks kind of neat. Is that a um, stealth drop then? Yeah, because I had no idea they were working on a pen and paper three. Oh, it looks pretty. Wow. I, so I usually find these games look amazing and then I don't want to play them. <laughs> they're very um, play while you binge watch a show kind of games. They're not that deep. Do I need them? Uh, I, I don't know. It depends on what kind of show you're Oh, right. My problem is I watch subbed anime, so I can't pay yeah. attention yeah. to this. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed the first game. I couldn't get into the second one because it was a little bit too hard. Hmm. Um, there was a space one, too, wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. Galaxy yeah. Pen and Paper. And are you going to play Knights and Pen and Paper 3? She says no. Do you have a particular reason? She wants to read reviews first. Did you not like the first two or the space one? She bailed out of the space one pretty fast, she says. All right. Well, there you go. What I, what I enjoyed about the first one was kind of the meta humor and injected yeah. into it. Yeah. But then uh, the gameplay wasn't fun. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, it's. It, I mean, it, I think it started out as a tablet game. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember playing it on my iPad, the yeah. first one. But you just kind of ch- chill out. You know, do do your turn based combat, but save up money to buy various. Hold on a uh, second. Let me let me try and pull Anna back in. This one has city building, Anna. Oh, she says now she's more interested. <laughs> it does look like a mobile well, you know, your RPG wife. that isn't on mobile. Yeah. A mobile RPG that's not on. I bet it will be if it isn't already. Well, I mean, ba- back in the day, it was one of those pay for mobile games where you actually, you know, paid and got the game. Mm-hmm. Instead of that, that uh, oh, play right. to yeah. free to play crap, <laughs> we can't do that anymore. No, that doesn't make us enough money. Nope. Because people but don't yeah, want to. Th- well, yeah, never mind. But I thought I thought they were cute. And, and my favorite thing about the game was saving up money to buy upgrades for like your table, or um, you, you you could change your DM skin and you got different bonuses. And I think what I if I told up- you this has been out on mobile already for a while? It doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Apparently, it came out on Android and iOS in 2021. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh boy, must have done real well that they're two years later. Like we should probably port this. Well, they po- they always else. port them later, but like yeah, yeah. I wonder why this took so long. Well, like we said, nobody cares about mobile games like we did when the first one came out. Well, well, m- moving on. Um, Grim Grimoire once more has a demo available. Uh, this is let's see, is this on? Okay, the demo is on PS4, PS5, and Switch, and it lets lets you access the first in-game week and part of the second, and you can transfer your save progress into the full game. Um, this is a remaster of the PlayStation 2 title Grim Grimoire from uh, Vanillaware, and it's basically like a Magic School slash RTS type game. This was another fun one when I worked for GameStop of people trying to pronounce the title. Grim Grimoire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, the Atelier thing, I I don't know how long it took. It I, I must have been one of you guys on the podcast at some point said the word. I was like, oh, that's how you say that word, finally. <laughs> but Real-time yeah, update, like real-time update. Knights and Pen and Paper 3 did not come out on mobile. It sounds like it was announced and then never came out, and now it's coming out on, on PC. Oh. So a story retraction or an update retraction. So, like, um, the story is accurate. It's out now on PC. It looks like maybe they didn't want to... Well, I have a lot of theories, but I think it's due to monetization. They decided to go the PC route. I don't know how Paradox got involved. I don't know if they bought the studio or whatnot. Maybe that influenced it, but there you go. All right. So, Grim Um, Grimoire Remake. Grim Grimoire Once More. Has has a demo that's uh, uh, the progress carries over. Um, This is one of the few Vanillaware games I have not played. Okay, I I, ha- I bought the PS2 version. I never I never got a chance to boot it up, and now I'm I don't know if Anna's played this either. Hmm. I part of me wonders how similar the gameplay is at all to uh, Aegis Rim. Um, I I'm not sure. I don't think so because the RTS stuff is in 2D. Yeah, like y- you have a level, you set your sp- spawn points. Um, did did anybody ever play Heroes of Mana? <sighs> no. Oh, I did for a Is little that while. The one? Yeah, I played it for no. It basically, was just the prototype version of Revenant Wings, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh. Okay. I, I, I don't want to remember that game, Kelly. Make it go away. It's kind of <laughs> like that, where you know you have your your things that spawn units that go attack things. If I remember correctly. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Thanks. Well, I can't wait to try it out. It comes out on April 4th. All so right. there's that. So Can I play I'll some watch- soccer now? Yeah, I guess level 5 had some kind of, I don't know, uh, Suzumi event? What does that uh, mean? I I, th- I don't know. I, w- I want to say it's like when Nippon Ichi has their little event. Okay. But um, we've got a new trailer for Inazuma 11 Victory Road. Um, the story of this game is uh, you're following a boy who dislikes soccer and want to, wants to see it disappear. But a soccer star um, is trying to get him to be passionate about soccer again. That sounds like an Inazuma plot. Yeah. Um, you've got Chronicle Mode and Story Mode. And... Oh, and I guess Chronicle Mode is a celebration with the series history. Um, you can form a team from over the, the over four thousand five hundred players that have appeared across Oof. the series. Oh my gosh, too many! 
Yeah, kinda, that's a lot of players. Can I just have a simple qu- a little ahead? Can I just have boy, anime so soccer, please? Just like yeah, just a close knit team of kids that have fun anime quirks and have a fun story. Like, do we need a collectathon of all the anime of all the games past? That's probably your story mode. Oh, okay. Freestyle cool. play mode. All right. I don't know. I'm not familiar with the series. I'm sure Alex could uh, fill you in there. Um, Is this one then, actually coming out here? Yeah. Sure looks like it. I mean, the when? trailer's got right. English subtitles. Worldwide and later this year. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then we've got more uh, details for DECA Police. That This was that game, the what? that kind of detective slash RPG game that was announced during the uh, Nintendo Direct a few weeks ago. Um, it's talking about the characters and kind of the world, and there's a couple... Yeah, there's a couple of new trailers that go into that. Um, I know Anna was interested in this. Basically, a, a what was it? A, a Phoenix Wright kind of RPG. Okay. Uh, it doesn't look Phoenix Wright right now. Well, I mean, you have to like go on investigations and stuff. In a cyberverse, it looks like. Yeah. Okay. Weird. All right, so we got we've got a Phoenix Wright investigation style game, maybe potentially. No, no, it's got combat. Yeah, it is not a Phoenix Wright style game anymore. <laughs> oh, I think it's a combination of the two. All right. Oh, you throw out anime handcuffs. Yes, <laughs> I'm in. Oh, there's a mysterious hacker who types way too fast. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Could be interesting. No, Anna, this does look like an Anna game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. And then um, we've also got Megaton Musashi um, set for international release. I'm sorry, Megaton Musashi Wired. Um, this is a new version of the Mecha, Ac- Mecha Action RPG, and it was released in Japan in 2021 and received a free-to-play version um, in 2022, and it's going to release worldwide this year for PC, PS4, PS5, and Switch. And you're controlling giant mechas fighting nope. against alien invaders. Yeah, I can I can hear Tam pre-ordering it from here. <laughs> and it looks like you customize your own robot and go beat up things. Yep, that's a Tam game. Yep. <laughs> so, so is this basically an anime battle tech or? Yeah, it looks. It looks. Yeah. Anime and but it's anime kids and robots, so you know there you go. So pro- probably considerably less complicated than a BattleTech or Armored Core. Oh yeah, no, oh, I would imagine yeah. I mean, just reminds me of the SD Gundam yeah. Alliance that uh, Tam played. I see. Um, we've got new details about the new Ease game. Yeah, buddy. Um, so it takes place in between the events of Ease 1 and 2 and Ease 9, Monstrum Nox. And I was today years old when I learned that the latest game in the series was a direct sequel to the first two games in the series. Same here, because that's what I go to Ease for, is the story. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't aware that there was an official Ease timeline. Oh, yeah, there is, and it's weird. <laughs> I, I I remember like looking at it. I was like, "Why am I looking at this? I don't care." Yeah. It's like I just want to just want to beat the crap out of stuff with Adol, and we'll call it good. So, 
I I wasn't today years old for it, but before I played Trails of Cold Steel, I found out the only Falcom game I played, and it's not even re- really related to Ease, is Faxanadu. And I went, how are all these? I I don't want to know how all these. Are oh God, no! Don't 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 go down yeah, that rabbit hole. Yeah. No. Of how out. Dragon Slayer became the Legend of Heroes, and just yeah, it's a mess. <laughs> don't do it. Just start with Trails Syrian. in the Sky forward, because all the other ones aren't connected. Yeah. So, yeah, this game's combat sees players fighting with Adol and Kara, who is the um, 17-year-old uh, female protagonist. Do you know what else game. happens between Ease 1 and 2 and 9? It gets into shipwreck. Ease 4, 5, 8, 6, and 7. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> what? So what you're saying is the, the events, the, the, the whole taking place between the events of Ease 1 and 2 and 9... It could be anywhere. Yes. <laughs> it looks like it. Okay. Like it goes three, one, two, four, five, eight, six, seven, nine, according to this chart. Which is the I, most easy think, to understand chart I could find. I think th- nine comes after eight though. Yeah. Or before eight, I mean. I oh then, then this chart is wrong in that case. Yeah. I oh why are we doing this? <laughs> Who cares? I don't know either. Like okay, okay in in solo mode you're um just controlling Adol in um, combination mode you're controlling Adol and Kara and Kara is AI controlled and you can swap the characters and you have to use different characters for different monsters. Do you wreck a ship in this game? Probably. Well, of course you have to. There's no way you don't. I mean, the, the There are some ease games where you don't. Is, no, not true. But the big cover image is a ship with like a whale like jumping he, out in front of it. So. Oh, okay. It's a ship in this game. Oh, they let so, him run course. the ship. Oh, yeah. oh, that's asking for trouble. This is that. This is this game where it's like they did the cardinal sin. They gave him a ship. We trust you. Like, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. What? What are you doing? Don't. No. Unless you're oh. unless you're trying to commit insurance fraud, don't give Adol command of a ship. Or or unless you're uh, Gilligan. Can I just say that this image has a shipwreck on the side of it? Just saying, it could be your ship. Could be yep. your ship. Could be. Could be. Okay. It could be. <laughs> so we've got Ash of Gods, uh, Ash of Gods, the way launching in April with the prologue available now. I guess it's probably available now. I guess it's in early access. The news story doesn't say. Um, but th- this is a sequel to um, Ash of Gods Redemption, and it is a p a uh card-based strategy RPG with major decisions. So, sounds like Banner Saga, sort of, only with cards. Digging into it slightly, the prologue is currently available. It's not in early access right now. The game is going to release later, so it's kind of like, you know, the prologue chapter is available of however long the game will be in April. Okay, gotcha. So, that that's that. I'm sure nobody has anything to comment about that. Um, so lost the crown of the magister getting a new palace of ice story campaign. Isn't this one of your games, Chris? I mean, I've played the base game. I have not played any of the DLC or add-ons. I keep telling myself a will, but I I've never gotten around to it. 
Well, this DLC will add a new story campaign taking place at the end of the original game's campaign is, okay. and is designed for higher-level characters. You've also got a free content update that will be released that adds more character face options. Good. The ability to play levels 12 through 16, a world map, and an NPC follower system. All right. Oh, and the expansion is going to have gnomes and tieflings playable. Perfect. This is one of those games where it just seems so imposing to get into because it feels like even going through the tutorial will take 10 hours. Oh, no, not at all. This game's actually pretty streamlined, I found. Okay. It's 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 way easier than like a Baldur's Gate. Okay. Like it's still tactical. You're still moving around the map, so it's not as fast-paced as like a Fire Emblem, but it is way faster and easier to manage than like a Baldur's Gate. Okay. Wild Hearts has gotten its first post-launch content update. This <laughs> I'm sorry, is, uh, I need to clarify something. I just compared a real-time with pause game with a turn-based tactical game. And people are going to call me out on that. And fairly so. Baldur's Gate could go faster if you're letting the AI do everything. Ah. Uh, Here so, you're uh, doing turn-based picks. Okay, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So, Wild Hearts is Wild Hearts. EA. Monster Hunter. EA Monster Hunter. Yeah, um... This content update adds a new kimono, hellfire, larbeck, and on some island that I'm not even going to try to pronounce. Well, uh, let me see. Let me see. Um, so where is the armor? Where is the island? Oh, not oh, Natsukodachi Isle. Natsukodachi Isle. Natsu Natsukodachi. 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 Natsu. Except the emphasis would be at the beginning. So Natsukodachi. Nacho Jacote. Yeah, Nacho Jacote. There you go. Yep, yep. You got delicious. it. Perfect. So Jacote from Star Voyager Trek Voyager. Wants yep. Nachos. Wants nachos. Nacho you got it. Yep. Um, the second com- content update is planned for March 23rd, and we'll add another new kimono, the wolf type Grimstalker, and new armor and weapons. Basically, just like Monster Hunter. Yeah, they're adding stuff. Content. Yeah, perfect. Updates. Yeah. Phil still hasn't beaten that game. He's been playing it for weeks. He wants it to end. He can't finish. <laughs> Does he like it or is it? I th- I think he has lots of issues with it, and he would really like to be able to write the review and tell us about that. <laughs> okay, that, that's, all right, all. that's fair. Like that's it's all it's it's not have. bad. Like there's lots of good stuff. It's just yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay. all I need to know. Um, Ghostwire Tokyo is getting a free update and an Xbox release. So the three updates going to add a new 30-stage gauntlet with stages selected from 120 different levels. Um, clearing the challenges and stages will grant you skills and currency to use on upgrades. And then when is the Xbox version coming out? Uh, oh, it's got coming out the same day as this free content update. So April 12th. Um, has anybody played Ghostwire? I've heard good things about it. That is a game I wanted to play, but I don't have a PS5 and don't plan on getting one until I find one for cheap or a smaller iteration comes out. So this is, for me, like, I'm, gotcha. I'm definitely going to play this thing. Gotcha. Um, well, if you ever want to get an Xbox, now you can play it. Well, soon, soon-ish. Well, I've got a Series X and a S, so. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm ready cool. to go. <laughs> cool. Um, we've got new... Uh, 
more details about Harvest Moon, The Winds of Anthos. I didn't realize there was a new Harvest Moon game coming out. Um, the game is going to have five towns, each with the, their own seasons and terrain, and the expand. Now that Anna feature. no longer works for Natsume, it's hard for us to get <laughs> info on the about, show about it. Okay. I, this um, looks good, though. This Harvest Moon looks good. Look at that horse. He's riding the horse. It does. I was looking at it. I was like, this looks good. They've really upped their pretty. visual quality. Yeah, I, I like it. I was like, it. this looks better than, Har- or than uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Anna! That's is the new Harvest Moon going to be good? Okay, that's fair. She hopes so, she says. You don't know anything, do you? This looks <laughs> it looks better than it used to, she says, correct. <laughs> it seemed like for a while there was trying to be a Minecraft ripoff, and I kind of fell off the series. I, yeah, that. there is a game. But, I mean, because, you know, that's what the kids are playing, so they're trying to mm-hmm. get I the mean, audience right. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah, I'm not seeing the Minecraft stuff here, but I am seeing chopping down trees and farming and planting crops and tending to animals. So it looks like a Harvest Moon. So. Yeah, also, nice. um, you're going to be able to marry uh, characters, eligible characters of either gender, which I don't know if that this is the first time that's happened or. What. Anna, they finally added gay marriage. She doesn't know anything about this. She Chris, says, "Wow." She says, "Did they?" Like, yeah. Do you? She. The ar- I would listen to her argue with them about this. <laughs> five batch, five bachelors and five bachelorettes with the ability to marry either gender. Five bachelors and bachelorettes with the ability to marry either gender. She says, "About time." <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it is the first time. Oh yeah, it's definitely the first time. Like, I'm... yeah, they kept telling her, "We'll think about it for next time." <laughs> it sounds like they finally I'm, got to it. <laughs> I'm sure someone will correct me or correct us if we're wrong, but I'm taking Anna's word for it since she was the end of know. What? That oh. this is the first time? Yes. Yeah. No, I'm sure oh, yeah, that. No, that I, I, that I, I, I knew. trust Anna on that one. No, yeah. Th- and yeah, that's for sure. Um, we've also got more details about the soul cannon and Fuga melodies of steel. Oh, too. for goodness sake. Stop <laughs> shooting the kids in the cannon. No, well, no more kids in the cannon. So, no. So this is a new thing. Look, I have if, kids. Put if, them in the cannon. If you're in danger, the AI is will randomly select one of the children and initiate the soul no, cannon. No, stop so it. So you don't even get to pick your kid. To avoid for the cannon being used, you must defeat the enemy before the countdown runs out. So uh, now we've both... added Fire Emblem Permadeath to this game. Yeah. So I know cool. it doesn't kill them, but like it probably affects your story. So you're going to have to like. Um... Well, the other thing is the mana garm um, that is kind of like kind of like the soul cannon, but it just drains your kids energy. It doesn't actually kill them. Wait, they have both. Yeah. What is that? I'm so confused now. <laughs> I'm so presuming. You, so you have the choice to either use the soul cannon, which will kill a kid, but will also instantly end any fight. Mm-hmm. Or I am, at, and I keep wanting to call it the mammogram. Dyslexia. The monogarm, which probably isn't as powerful, but won't kill the kid. And it's like, we recommend using the monogarm. Does the monogarm have story implications? I, it might. The kid will be knocked um, out. Experience points will. Okay, so it sounds like it might not hurt the experience. Uh, the, uh, yeah, but they won't the be story. available for a while. Right. Sure. 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 Kelly, now, I don't have dyslexia. I, I figure I, I see if that the as AI is automatically okay. forcing you to do. Holy it, crap! It's still really strong. Um. Now, 
in in the first game, if you knew what you were doing and you had kind of mastered the combat system, you really didn't need the soul cannon. Okay. Um, it makes me wonder how ramped up the difficulty is going to be in this one if they have a thing to where they're going to make you, make you, two you of them? use it. And give you two of them. Well, they're like, you got to do something or else we're going to use it. It's like, yeah. wait a second. Are you telling me I did poorly? So it's either do this or start over the next uh, well, from my save. <laughs> well, yeah, because there were several times where I messed up a fight and instead of using the cannon, I kind of reloaded to my last save and switched up my strategy mm-hmm. a little bit, and then it worked. And then I didn't need to use the cannon. I mean, as long as the mana garm does not like stick you into a bad story path i actually like the tension this adds i'm i'm i don't know it Mm -hmm. might we're gonna have to see um and something i learned from watching the 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 really quick 15 hour fire emblem retrospective (laughs) is that permadeath in games well okay fire emblems are are more the characters are more throwaway probably than fuga so i shouldn't say that like yeah, um, we're going to have a backtrack about Fuga in May, mm. right before the, this game comes out. So, <laughs> Vaughn's like, games should autosave after you make choices like that just to mess with you. <laughs> I've um, played uh, games that did that to me. Yeah, I've played <laughs> games that did that too. Last um, year, I reviewed Dying Light 2, and it's like, okay, I made this choice. I'll just go back. And what do you mean there's no back? What do you mean after the credit save is all I have now? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to be curious how this plays out. I, I love the crap out of the first game. So, so yeah, and then finally, hey, we've got a new Persona game coming out, the Phantom X. You guys don't sound excited. Yeah, uh, what is this? Um, it's it's a mobile game announced for China. Oh, no! <laughs> how dare you? Why are you mad at me? I'm just Wait, a messenger. It's got a cute owl mascot who turns into like an owl person. It's Owl Boy. Okay. It's a crossover with Owl Boy. It's got goggles on. It's cute. He evolves into a mech. Look at that. Is this a persona or like a character? Okay. Well, whatever it is. It's okay. The, yes to both. And in this Teddy? time, we have like a devil cat or devil dog car, it looks like. Okay. Are but you it's, sure that's not the owl? I. Who knows? No, I'm not. I'm not sure of anything. <laughs> well, yeah, except so th- that it's going to be about getting money out of you. Oh, th- this is a new game starting starring a new cast of characters, but it's a free to play game coming to iOS and Android. Uh, uh, and but only in China. As so far. far as we see, yeah. All right. Um, jury's out as to whether or not it'll be any good or if it'll come out in the U.S. But I'm sure people were complaining about it on Twitter. Okay, do we want to do a new release date's lightning round? Oh boy. Um, we've got Front Mission 2 Remake coming out in June. Um, this is the uh, second remake in the Front Mission series. Um, you can board your Wanzer again coming out June 12th, 2023. And yeah, this is a remake of the second game in the series originally for the Super Nintendo. I forgot this game existed until recently. I oh, I'm sorry. That- I'm sorry. PlayStation. The first game was on Super Nintendo. My my bad. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Star uh, Starfield set release date, and uh, there's going to be more information in a future direct. 
So Starfield, this is the game from Bethesda that's basically Elder Scrolls in Space, is going to come out on September 6, 2023. Uh, I have a feeling it'll get pushed back even more. I mean, it's, of course it's it will. a Bethesda game. Of course it will. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a Starfield <laughs> Direct on June 11th where they're going to go into further details about the game. About how it's I, totally coming out. Yeah, Whoa. sure. I, I will believe that when I see it. Um, we've got a new League of Legends game coming out in April. This is Mage Seeker, a League of Legends story. It's going to release on April 18th. Uh, 2D Pixel, or what is it, a, a pixel RPG? Pixel action RPG set in the League of Legends world. And there is a collector's edition available from Riot Games' store. Um, it comes with vinyl, Jason. What? <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, ten, in- ten inch vinyl soundtrack. Mm, huh. <laughs> mm, mm, boy. <laughs> I've actually heard of the uh, developer that's making that, and I'm intrigued now. They did Moonlighter. Oh, that oh, explains And I love Moonlighter. So that's yeah. that. I can't uh, wait to try to have to pick up that vinyl on its own. <laughs> um, Pathfinder: The Wrath of the Righteous Fourth DLC has been released, or has it been released? Yeah, I think it's out already. Um, the Last Sarkorians will introduce a new character, um, as well as the Shifter class with six archetype variations and a new area to explore. This is available. part of a new season of DLC. So if you bought the first okay. season pass, it does not get you this one, which sparked a whole debate on a Discord I'm on about, like, shouldn't a D- season pass include all the DLC? And it's like, well, it's called a season. It's not called a DLC yeah. pass. But, mm-hmm. hmm, I, I understand why you're mad. I mean, if they're pl- planning three other DLCs this year, then what have you got to complain about? It's like a se- season of a TV show. I agree with you. Also, they had the Mythic Edition that was accidentally on sale for $1.80 the other day. Oh. It's not anymore. (laughs) They fixed it. (laughs) But it included the first DLC pass. So you can get caught up for like under two bucks, but now it's it's 30 bucks. (laughs) I take it that didn't last very long. Nope. (laughs) Darn. Um, Sword, Art, Sword Art Online Last Recollection is launching in October. I, do, does anybody care about Sword Art Online? A bridge, yes. Oh, bri- okay. oh, is there an oh, abridged? abridged? Oh, the no. Is, is it good? Oh, cool. <laughs> okay, I'll have to watch the abridged. I love the abridged series. I never finished uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! the abridged. Probably because it just kept going. And then you um, take what, a... What? Go ahead. Watch Dragon Ball the or Dragon Ball. That's Z, what I should abridged. do. Yeah, yeah, because it has an ending. Yeah. Whereas the Yugo <laughs> one took off for like three years and then started making content again. <laughs> was it done? Was it done by the same people? What the Yu-Gi-Oh one? Yes, I don't know about the and the, the Dragon Ball. They're different people who make those two series. Okay. Sorry. Okay, yeah, gotcha. different people. Voices that, do cross over occasionally, though. Yes. Okay. Because you know. We do a bridge series, so we're a community, so let's do things like crossovers. Um, let's do a collab. This game, which won't be a bridge, is coming out on October 6th. <laughs> Yay. Um, Rune Factory 3 is coming out in September. Uh, this is a remake oh, of... We heard about uh, Harvest Moon, now we're talking about Rune yeah. Factory? 
Yeah, this is a remake of Room 33. It's oh. coming out on September 5th. This is the one where you're a sheep. Yep. Sort of. Uh, um, there's going to be a limited edition, which will be available through select retailers. That includes an art book, a character stickers, and pen badges. Oh, and an in-game swimsuit mode download code. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was wondering why they remade this one. Probably because it came out at the end of the DS's, the original DS's lifestyle or life cycle, and uh, nobody bought it. I appreciate and, the naming scheme for it because you got Room Factory Three Special. We're one step away from Room Factory Four. It's good edition. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They already like released Rune Factory 4, or re-released. Oh, did they? I, I don't know this franchise. They're re-releasing them backwards? <laughs> so this is the one that just like. came out. Now we'll re-release it. Now we'll re-release the previous one. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how the cycle goes. Oh, hey. I'll be, cu- I'll be curious to see if two, one, 2 and 1 come out. Hey, if they re-release 2, hopefully they'll be able to fix the uh, awful slowdown that happens in combat. Kelly, tell me about Monster Hunter. Oh, uh, Monster Hunter. We're doing a backtrack on Monster Hunter Rise this week. Oh. Oh, but that's not the news you want to know. No. Um, Sunbreak is hitting PlayStation and Xbox consoles in April. I so, didn't know it wasn't already on them. Yeah. I, I didn't I, realize I'm they surprised. only got the, the base game. I, yep. I guess they want people to not feel overwhelmed to have to grind yeah. to get to endgame, which makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes sense. And there's things in these expansions that simplify the earlier monsters, so you wouldn't want that at, right out the gate because it would cheapen the experience. But yeah, yeah. So um, Sunbreak is coming out on Xbox and PlayStation Four on April 28th, um, and these release releases will include all post-release content up to three title update three. And then timing for further content updates will be revealed at a later date with free title update five coming, setting to release in 2023 for PC and switch. So I guess that's, that's for the current game or what am I trying to say? I guess PC and Nintendo switch will always be ahead. of. uh, Yeah. They've been ahead for right now. So, okay. um, And they'll probably still be ahead, but people are still happy that they were in sync together to each other now. Um, but yeah, there you go. It's not like there's any crossplay or anything. Exactly. And people are mad about that. (laughs) I I don't blame them. Hey, hey, for more opinions on, um, Sunbreak or no, for Monster Hunter Rise, uh, listen up for Backtrack this week. Plug. Plug. And plug. Um, that Legend of Nayuta Boundless Trails is going to be released in the fall. Is this a Trails game or an Ease game? Yes. No, it's oh. it's actually a um, spinoff of the Zawai series that they just slapped the uh, Trails name on. I don't think so. I think it's part of the Trails of storyline, actually. Um, it was it, ori- it was originally released for PlayStation Portable in 2012. It has a standalone story set around the island, um, the, the island known as Lost Heaven. It is an action RPG, unlike the regular Trails games, and from what Josh told me, is that it was kind of a sort of sequel to uh, well, let me back that up. I I think it uses Zwei's action engine. Okay. 
Um, so it's a I'm you sure. got ease in my tails game, trails game. So, something like that, yeah, I guess. That's what Anna know. says in the chat. No, oh, no, this is already weird. Uh, there's already ease versus the uh, sword no Kiseki That's a whatever. whole different thing, though. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> um, the Nippon Ichi store also has a limited edition, um, but with CDs, not vinyl. This looks so, like a game you can skip. I've heard that it's a really fun game, though. It just has nothing. It looks it, like even... garbage. Why do you think that? Because I'm looking at it, and it looks like garbage. Is why I think look, that. To be fair, <laughs> Falcom games tend to not look that great anyway. Um, so right. why too? Uh, I love the crap out of it. Mm-hmm. I think I, Zwei looks like garbage. <laughs> so, it, well, at least I'm in, I'm consistent in my my judgments, even if they're wrong. I mean, they're still kind of a fun little action game. They're from 2012, Tam, but they look like it's from 2002. That's that's about on track for Falcom. (laughs) I mean, yeah, Zawai looked like it was a PS2 game on the PC. Right, because it's PSP. So it's an upscale PSP game. That's what you're going to get. I mean, let's look at Ease 9. I mean, that, you know, the the newest game in the series, and it looks like maybe mid-era PS3. It looks better than this, though. Well, yes, but that's all. <laughs> there's also a decade and a half in between the release. So, mm-hmm. more than ease, this one gives me more vibes of uh, Quintet Trilogy, but newer. Yeah, um, that's what the that's what. Why what was the actual announcement? I'm sorry. <laughs> that we have a release date and a physical limited edition from NIS's store. So it looks like you get some soundtracks, an art book, and some other garbage. Okay, you know cool. the usual stuff. Mm-hmm. Acrylic oh, and a, and figures. A, yeah. Yay. Um, we've got Abalon fully launching in May. This is D20 from D20 Studios. I guess this game was originally called Summoner's Fate. Okay. Um, it's going to exit early access and fully release for PC and Mac via Steam on May 11th. Hey, my birthday. Um, it is a card-based roguelike action ad- er, card-based roguelike adventure. Okay. Oh, and tabletop inspired god that angle on those characters yeah this this from the top and everyone's head is slightly tilted back so you can see their face it's weird looking okay that's how i'd picture a remake of populist being or black and white (laughs) they're just like why are you doing this to us (laughs) what if Um, i told you elder scrolls online still exists would you believe me probably it does they get in a new expansion Yay! They've got they've got and now they've announced DLC for that current year of content or whatever. <sighs> Scribes of Fate Dungeon DLC: two new four-player dungeons and uh, some storylines. So they always do this. They have like little packs of DLC throughout the year, and the, so here's one of the dungeon ones, and it's Morrowind-based is the theme, and you watch a trailer and stuff for it if you want. Uh- Speaking of uh, online games that are surprising, does Old Republic still exist? Or yes. Or did that finally shut down? No, it's still around. Okay. Um, we've got uh, Dorymon Story of Seasons, Friends of the Great Kingdoms, together together with Animals DLC out right now. Wow, that's a title that's a mouthful. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you do these. Yeah. For, I'm And I, I read the title wrong. The game is Story of Seasons, Friends of the Kingdom. This DLC's 
name is called Together with Animals, and it's the third DLC pack. Um, it can be purchased separately or included as part of the game season pass. And yeah, you're out to help Rudite a lost chick with her mother and adds uh, what the Animal Series outfit in the Easter Series furniture set. So I didn't realize this game had uh, furniture like Animal Crossing. Um, I I didn't really play the Dorymon Story of Seasons games, but if you're curious, you can check out Sam Walker's review, the Nintendo Switch version. So there's that. Um, we've got the turn-based RPG uh, Showgunners releasing in May. This is a turn-based strategy title set on a dystopian reality TV show. I kind of like its prior title better than this, though, but I get why they don't aren't using it. Of Homicidal All-Stars. Yeah, that is kind of a better title, but I can see people buying that and being disappointed. Yeah. Um, the game is coming up via PC and Steam on May 2nd, with the demo currently available to try out on Steam. Um, we've also got Puzzle Quest 3 coming to consoles next month. I There, there was a Puzzle Quest 3? I didn't realize there was a Puzzle Quest 3. That's another one that has a sequel and then a sci-fi spinoff, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, g- That's weird. And I can't remember what the sci-fi one was called. Ga- Galactrix. Uh, Space Quest. Yeah, Puzzle, Puzzle Quest, Quest Galactrix. Galactrix. Yeah, so Puzzle Quest 3 is developed by Invin- Infinity Plus 2, which I guess is the same studio that made the first two? Which I thought they had a different name, but uh, oh, they had a different publisher, D3, back then, didn't they? So this takes place 500 years after the events of the original Puzzle Quest. Here's my question. Is it bad like Puzzle Quest 2? Is it bad like the free-to-play one, the uh, Gems of War that they did? Um, which is actually good, but bad in that it was free-to-play, so it was gotcha mechanics and stuff like that. Or is this... What is this? The Tell me. play title. Is it? Is in there. No, yeah, no, available as a free no, title. last sentence. No, <laughs> now, now, now let's be fair. The big question is, is it better than Gyromancer? The uh, Square Enix everything one is the Gems of War is like a bazillion times better than Gyromancer. I, I liked Gyromancer. Yeah. Um. Well, then you'll love this because it's actually a good game. <laughs> also, <laughs> what, what was the Legend Returns? Was that a remake of the first game? Yeah. Okay. They did. They did do a remake of the first game. That's why I was confused. Which, actually, that might be worth getting, also, unless it's free it, to play. In which case, it isn't. It, no, it's uh, it's on the eShop for like fifteen bucks. Uh, it's probably just a re-release. Free to play mechanics. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't mean they didn't shoehorn those in. Nah, eh, probably not. It wouldn't work. What, what makes me upset is that Gyromancer is not Steam Deck compatible. Oh, will you get over I'm sorry I brought it up. I love Gyromancer. Mm-hmm. Why did you hate that? Was it unbalanced? Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to get into it. No, we're Don't not. Don't Kingdom! By the way, Puzzle Quest 3 is already out on other platforms, so you can try it already if you want. Dokupon Kingdom Connect is launching in May. This is the uh, board game RPG. Yep. It is launching on May 9th, 2023. It's an old and- one, actually. So. Yeah, isn't this a remake of the one that was for PS2 and Wii? Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't look like they changed it much. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ew. Boy, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
Uh, System Shock Remake is also launching on PC in May. I think this was delayed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been a delayed lot? and delayed and delayed, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I actually backed it on Kickstarter back when I had a PC that was viable for playing this thing originally, I thought. and eh, Yeah. So, so we don't have a launch. video of this, but um, our ad company has like a little ad block it puts under our stories, and it has a video of the announcement from last year where they said it was coming out this March. <laughs> so this is this is funny. So like, um, because it's already out of date. Because <laughs> now it's been delayed to May. You said, mm-hmm. all right, delightful. So it it is coming out uh, on May thirtieth and comes with a free copy of uh, System Shock 2 Enhanced Edition when it launches. So oh. I guess wait five years mm-hmm. and you'll get that free copy. Woo! Um, so, so was this the start of the whole immersive sim craze? Immersive sim? No, th- I mean, System Shock was more of a... Um, I mean, it was a first-person like shooter. Bioshock. With, with evil AI, right? Yeah, Bioshock, uh, Deus Ex sort yeah. of thing, I think, more yeah. than anything. Oh, I've, I've heard... Deus Ex being called an immersive sim. Okay. I does that just does immersive sim just mean you can check people's email? I guess. Because if so, then sure. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So was Marathon. Then. Submission three started that then, didn't it? Oh, <laughs> okay. On the internet. Fair enough. Game. Yeah. But not your own email. It's got to be. You got to be looking at other people's email. That's what makes it appealing. I don't want more email. I got enough of that in real life. But I yeah, want to yeah. read other people's interesting emails. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I play delete 45 emails every two hours, mm-hmm. enough as it is. I don't mm-hmm. want to do that yeah. in a game. Mm-hmm. Same here. Um, sea of Stars has an Xbox console release. So this, this is the good. Uh, tur- turn-based RPG yeah. that looks like Chrono Trigger. Um, it's going to be launched, uh, the Xbox version is going to be launched on August 29th with the other versions. Um, Gosh, this, this looks is- so good. <laughs> This is supposed to be in the same universe as a, another... The Messenger. Messenger. The Messenger, okay. For some reason, I get the Messenger confused with Dead Cells. Okay. That's weird. I I don't know why. get it? Yeah, I mean, I can kind of see it, but yeah. Um, real quick, if, I, if you guys don't mind me going back a story here. I backed that System Shock remake, and the estimated delivery date originally was December 2017. Why? Yikes! That's been a while. Yeah, yeah. So we're going on five and a half years later. Is so, it still valid for you, though? Uh, I think. Except I don't have a PC that'll play it now. So <laughs> lovely. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. So I'll just add it to my Steam library and get a Steam Deck one of these years. Do you have a PC that'll play uh, Final Fantasy Origin: Stranger of Paradise? Uh, I, no. <laughs> I have an <laughs> Xbox. Okay. Well, that counts. Well, um. I, I guess you're not excited for the PC version of Stranger of Paradise coming on Steam on April 6th. No, oh, no I'm super should hyped. I be? I'm, 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 I'm going to buy uh, a new graphics card and um, all kinds of oh, stuff you shush. for that. And, and then you ask sh- Chris to build it for it. me because I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, there's a game uh, where you can practice that. <laughs> <laughs> except, I, except I need a... Um, you need a they PC. Need a console. I need a PC to play on. Do so they have a PC building simulator for consoles so you can learn how to be a PC Ooh, person? There we go. That's how there we you it. go. Um, so, so the good news is that the game has dropped to forty bucks, but you, the um, digital deluxe edition also is sixty, but has this uh, um, season. This is confusing. The digital deluxe version. Yeah, is the, the deluxe doesn't include the season pass. 
But okay, there's I also missed- a season pass for fifteen dollars. Okay, I was misreading that. So yeah, what does the deluxe edition have? Just oh, who junk? cares? Yeah, okay. of course, like cosmetics and stuff, right? Mm. I guess, but um, it's yay. an Epic Game Store release. Just so you're aware. Yeah, and now it's coming to Steam. Oh, it- now it's coming to Steam. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Okay. Which now makes me wonder if uh, the Steam version is debt compatible or not. Not, th- not that this matters to me because I have this game on PlayStation, but I am mildly curious if it is debt compatible because they, they made if a not, point. If not, that's of, bullshit. Yeah, because <laughs> they made a huge point when they announced uh, Remake Integrate. I'm sorry, Chris. I didn't get the laugh at his Stupid meme. <laughs> Well, they made a huge point when they um, announced Integrate saying that it was Steam Deck compatible. And then Vaughn was like, well, yeah, it, it's compatible, but it still kind of stutters. Yeah, that's fine. You so play that on Steam Deck, you expect it to quotes? some degree. Yeah, compatible and, means it doesn't crash. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just thinking that, actually. It's like, yeah, isn't that kind of a low bar to limbo under, basically? I yeah, guess but, so. Um, it is. They do not have a Steam page yet, so I guess the jury's out. You can watch the trailer on it. That's compatible. Yeah. Oh, and uh, J- Jason, the Steam Deck is 10% off this week because it's the first year anniversary. Oh, God. They don't tell me that. I just spent $3,000 on my just, cat. Just in time for them to announce a new one. <laughs> just saying. Cram if it, you Chris, buy don't, it. Don't, if you buy it, you make the new one come into existence. So, okay, are you going to well, do your they, duty they for the internet? For everybody, we need you. We need you to help us. Going to buy that Steam Deck <laughs> so we can get a new one. I just got my regular one running. Yep. How I like I'm sorry. It. This is technology, folks. Uh, and then finally, Gothic Action RPG Hunt the Night is launching on PC in April. Um, this is a pixel art Gothic Action RPG. Uh, it was. I guess it was original or. It will be followed by console releases on all the systems later at an unspecified date. Um, we've also got a new trailer for it. I'm sorry. All uh, this looks like crap now that I saw Sea of Stars. Yeah. <laughs> I was still excited yeah. for Hunt the Night, but I have soft spot for many different indie games. Okay, cool. All right. Someone's excited. Yay. Yep. Yeah. Every time I see Dan Gen, I all I think of is that, uh, what is it? The uh, That theme song from... Uh, uh, from Dragon's Dogma. I think it was the band that played it. That, like really terrible kind of J-pop, J-rock thing that just I listened to on repeat for way too long because I loved it. Uh, okay, top 100 games played on Steam Deck. The very first one in the list is the game that we do not mention. Uh, oh, the, okay. Yeah, the yeah, Mr. Yep. Mr. Otter's then, Legacy. Yeah. yeah, and then followed by Vampire Survivors, Witcher, Elden Ring, and Hades. <laughs> Vampire Survivor is really good on Steam. <laughs> I know. It should be number one. It will be eventually. Just wait till the, the other game uh, yeah, kind of gets Wait out for of like a new a DLC more. pack or something. Oh, Stray's on this list? I, I, I need to buy Stray again for the deck, but I don't feel like Why? crying my you eyes out. I'm PlayStation. But I don't have it portably. Okay. The, the you know what it's been keeping me from pulling the trigger on a Steam Deck was I just read that um uh, Trails in the Sky wasn't like a it works 100% fine. compatible no it works, it, really? it works great yeah okay no oh, cool you have to, it's to awkward do? because you have to run the it 
you have to run the config program and that's uh-huh. kind of a pain in the butt in that okay. you have when you launch the game it asks do you want to run the config program or the game so it already takes care of offering that choice to you so you need to run the config program first turn all the options up you can max them all out um the config program is its own ball of wax that sucks on pc or steam deck it doesn't matter Um, you might have to like use the screen to touch and use the mouse cursor instead of controller for that program that's what sucks once you close that then you can launch the game and it should be fine that said with steam deck emulation sometimes proton gets confused on games so you may have to do some proton troubleshooting every so often then once you do that and it launches it'll just keep launching just fine and like if all you do is play that game it's just going to keep working until you like mess around with other stuff or like wait a month and a half and steam deck updates on you and then your proton proton config needs some work but gotcha like okay. uh, it's it's pc stuff right this is why right. you don't pc game so there's right. a little bit of pc jank because you're running a windows game on a linux device so usually it's just gonna work sometimes you'll have to like delete the proton files and then or say do the experimental version of proton instead of the regular one and in that little stuff when it when it gets upset Mm -hmm. troubleshooting that is weird and there's not like a single it's kind of more of a ritual than a troubleshooting flow so that's what's awkward there now okay once you like reset it and then restart the Steam Deck or whatever the hell it is that the ritual required you to do today, it seems to just work just fine and you play it as much as you want. And then, uh, yeah, I think I've said this twice now. So I'll stop talking because I'm making it sound worse the more I talk. But it's really not that bad okay. other than it will have an irritating issue with Proton probably once for you. So. Then once you get it working, it actually it kind of runs better on Steam Deck than it does on PC in some ways, in my opinion, because there's less micro stuttering. I don't know why. Have you guys um, seen if third the third one's like more compatible? I haven't had a chance to check. Okay, I haven't checked three yet. Sorry. Yeah, because I just looked because I was like, you know, the other day while I was waiting in line to pick. Yeah, I think three straight up has the green check mark, doesn't it? That's what I was asking because I was I was like I didn't, I didn't remember because I just saw the first one didn't and I was like oh no and I started reading yeah, on Reddit I was like oh god here's why I don't PC game okay well maybe not. yeah and I don't know what to tell you on that because like yeah it, usually it's going to be just fine occasionally you're going to have to do some troubleshooting it, okay. it will work it's not going to be like crashing halfway through your session but mm-hmm. getting it to start that first time can be a pain in the ass occasionally. So, cause I was just thinking about like, Oh, I could just run a PSP emulator on my, uh, on my Xbox series. <laughs> I love this. And just play the first two there. <laughs> first thread on the community forum, steam deck. This game is still not compatible since launch of the steam deck. Can't play. Please fix this. <laughs> um, people say it works fine. Steam deck tags are just lies. 90%, 9% of playable games are hundred percent unplayable while unplayable games are fine. <laughs> As far as I know, the game's working just great on Steam. So it's, this is just, it's one of these threads. So, damn it. If you want, like, the console experience, you're right. It's not as good. But the game will run. (laughs) 
I mean, I have been playing Valkyrie Profile 2 on mine like a console because I have a dock with an HDMI out. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I cannot do is turn on the deck with the Xbox controller for, while sitting on the couch. The third half. Like, mm, sorry. So I have to like get, physically get up and go uh, t- turn on the thing, but I can turn it off that way. You know, that's that that's okay with me because the most of these Switch controllers I have now, um, they're I have to get up and do that. Same thing with my PS4 controller; like it won't actually turn them on, so mm-hmm. it's kind of like not a big deal. The yeah. third is verified. Okay, boy. I might, so that I one will just work most next week. without an issue. Um, I don't know if the from zero and stuff are working. So part of this is that like publishers changed partway through, right? So mm-hmm. though I guess that's yeah, still Xseed for the third. So I, I don't know say, what's yeah, going they, on. They got that's all the weird. trails in the Sky game. And then the I think it was when I think it was when Cold Steel that's when it changed to Nisa. Yeah. I was partway through Trails of Cold Steel because I think the Vita version was Xseed still. I remember having Ooh, I think you're uh, right. All right. Two different From Zero is also translations of it were done. From Zero is also verified. So it's it's just those first two games that you'll have to deal with the jankiness with Proton. And like I said, it's just to get it to start working and then if like that you focus and just play through that game and don't f- mess around with your Steam Deck, it's not going to be a problem. Oh, Steam Deck advice, don't let it drain to zero. Okay. Yeah, I had that happen to me. I've had to do weird troubleshooting steps to get it to boot again. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Like ones where I needed more hands than a human has. (laughs) Swell. I just had to charge it up a little bit and turn it on. I had to do like the hard super reset that involves holding a power button down, waiting for 10 seconds, pressing another, pulling a power cord out. And then it, it was weird. It's a, like a whole thing to get the battery. I had to put it into battery off mode. So the Steam Deck has this interesting feature. I don't know if they should have done this, but you can actually make it stop using its battery and only work on a power cord. Um, and this was so like it could be in battery long-term battery storage mode so that your battery stops using its charging cycles up, which is what eventually wears your battery down. Sure. So, um Tam wants me to stop talking about the Steam Deck. Now it's really good. You want me to talk about cats instead? Uh, I had to put it into that battery storage mode so that the mm-hmm. Steam Deck could fully run out of power and 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 shut down because it wasn't fully shutting down without that. So I thought oh. that was weird. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Yeah. It, it is a little PC and everything okay. that comes with it. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm glad you told me about that battery storage mode so that I can um if I'm having extended uh Oh yeah. like TV play I can turn that off cuz I leave it plugged into the power that way. Yeah, yeah that it's just kind of like, a pain to switch it, so I don't know if I recommend doing it just for that, but oh, you could. You could. I, I mean, didn't I didn't know if this was just like a standard toggle in the No. In the, no. Okay. Oh, okay. no. It it requires that's the ritual that needs more hands. Okay, is that, is putting it into storage mode and out. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> if it's not a toggle, I don't want to nope. mess with it. Exactly. That's how All I right. break stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like how I break would break stuff too. So yeah, I'll just uh, yeah. By the but by, by the time the battery stops functioning, I will probably be ready to upgrade one if I get one. So no, yeah, yeah you I'm need to buy it now so they release that. a new one that doesn't have these problems. 
All right, Chris. If I <laughs> if I buy this and in a month it's not there's not one, I I I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, come come at you're you. You're going to do nothing, and you're going to like it. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I, you know what I will do, Chris? I'm really confused about how about what I'm supposed to be doing for this thing. What am I supposed to be doing to play Trails in the Sky? <laughs> That's what I'll do. So just buy a PSP. I mean, how bad I do have, you want to play it on Vita? I just want to. <laughs> oh, Vita! Sorry. Play, yeah, no, I have it on. Like, I, I just want to like. Don't play, buy. Like, don't play it all on of Vita. It on the, sell it on Vita. They're worth money. Oh, I already sold my uh, PSP copy. Technically, I have the digital version. Oh, so. okay. All right, yeah. they're PSP, aren't they? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What are we talking about? Uh, We're talking about Jason being getting kicked right. off the podcast. We're getting us way off topic again. I got two things for you coming out this week. First off, Remnant from the Ashes uh, is coming out for Switch. Is that a cloud game, or is it running local? I, I think, think we figured it out. Before. Wow, okay. So that's like a Souls-like-ish sort of thing. Then Atelier Ryza 3 comes out. So Ooh. if you're not caught up on the Atelier games, uh, you've got like me five days. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. I have to go. I have to start playing. That's come out for the PlayStation and Switch. So that's the only two. That's it. Yeah. Um, so so now our editorial content. We've got a Like a Dragon Ishin review from Sam, Woo. our our resident uh, Yakuza expert. She gives it a 3.5 out of 5, says that it's one of the best sub-stories in the series, has a fantastic and well-woven main plot, and another life in virtual elements add a fun extra layer. Um, the negatives is graphical issues, uh, combat is a mixed bag, and performance issues. So I guess this game was not very well optimized. Yeah, because I think I read on Twitter she was playing on the PS4, and that's I've got a PS4 Pro myself, so I was like, maybe I'll hold off until... Yeah, yeah. it makes me wonder how the 5 or uh, PC versions run. Is it on Xbox, too? I don't know. Because huh. my, my Series X has just been a, like, okay, here's, here's like, I can play all the new stuff on this. So that's sort of why, why I've gone with the, the Xbox, because when it was harder to get, I was able to get um, the one with the Game Pass where you paid over two years or whatever mm-hmm. bundle thing, and it comes out to, like, $20 cheaper technically that way. So I've been doing it that way, but... That's why I have a Series X right now. <laughs> Says yes on uh, Wikipedia, at least, for Xbox oh, okay. Series X. Cool. Um, we've got a Wolong Fallen Dynasty review. This is the kind of Neho Team Ninja one um, from Zach Webster. He gives that a 3.5 out of 5. Says that the combat is fluid and fun and has streamlined mechanics that cuts down on menu time. But... Uh, Negatives are, but not quite enough streamlined mechanics, a bland story, and the visuals are muddy. So, there's that. We've got a Octopath Traveler 2 review from my podcast partner in crime, Matt Mason. He gave this a 5 out of 5. Oh, um, that's high praise. Yeah. I haven't been hearing people talk about Octopath like it's a 5 out of 5 game. That's interesting. Um, he was telling me that he was digging this one quite a lot. Um, his positives are... And that's ranking it better than Fire Emblem Path of Radiance on the GameCube, so it better be <laughs> really good. I see what you did there. Um, his positives are a wide variety of music from pleasantly atmospheric to bombastic bangers. Um, amazing writing and storytelling from the grandiose to the most granular, beautifully detailed HD 2D graphics, and a deeply customizable and highly enjoyable combat system. 
His only negatives are graphics washout on occasion and too many reskinned enemies. Uh, loses five yeah. points for that. Zero out of five. Yeah. <laughs> so he kind of sold me on this one. I might put see if I can't get it for my birthday. I haven't been something. hearing people talk about this at all. I must just... Am I out of the loop? I'm out of the loop. That that has to be it. I need to get back plugged in and stop playing um watch AI stuff on Twitch. The AI Seinfeld is back and they upgraded this week. So it was back yeah. for a couple weeks. It was not so great, but they upgraded yesterday and oh my gosh, it's really good. And one of the guys is secretly an alien, totally. Anyway. Did did you see Steamed Hams but it's animated in yes. Russia? Oh, I I okay. left it to you. Wait, in Russia? Yeah. What? Oh, is that? Uh, it was just. That was the one I sent you. Is that different than the Infinite Steamed? Like the Steam no. channel that runs it endlessly, endlessly, endlessly? No, just. Uh, or rather, I, I messed up the name. Steamed Hams, Steamed Hams, but it was banned in the USSR. Oh, okay. Because there's, there's an AI channel on Switch that's just Infinite Steamed. Or, and it's the Steamed Hands sketch, but animated with AI. And with slight variations to the plot from AI. Okay. It's weird. <laughs> no, I just, I just like Steam Tams abandoned the USSR because I couldn't believe how well they, how accurately they portrayed Russian animation. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, back, back to the reviews. Um, Anna reviewed Trails to Azure. I her saw her, saw her sharing screenshots or, uh, telling us about this on um, Discord. Is that going to get us in trouble? What? Never mind. Is what? Um, Trails de Jure? Isn't that done? Isn't that well, review out? She was, ta- she was talking with us about it on Discord. Yeah. But it, was, it was like our, our own private chat. Yeah, I was going to say, but that's a staff chat, so I think it's probably okay. okay. I, I mean, oh, the embargo's okay. done. The review's out. Like, okay. all that stuff's done. So you can totally gotcha. talk about it. Yeah. Um. Well, she gave Trails to Azure a four out of five, says that it has vastly improved pacing, a gripping storyline, interesting combat, and multiple quality of life tweaks. Um, The negatives are occasional voice acting oddities, not enough musical variety, and the graphics showing their age. Your mileage may vary, but hey, a four out of five is damn good. Yeah. And then we've got an adventure corner. Hold on. Her tagline was all the crossbells and whistles. (laughs) <laughs> that's good right right that's, that's an yeah. excellent tagline um and then we've got an adventure corner from alex who is talking about paranormal site the seven mysteries of hanjo so i kept getting emails about this from uh square i guess they, they were kind of having a mini email mystery um oh, i don't know you've got my interest about. email yeah do well, i get to check the, email the, the, the okay. campaign's done now oh can we, delete, can we check other people's emails? Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. That's not as cool. But th- this is a new uh, kind of mystery adventure game um, public- or made by Square Enix and Zine. So you can read about that. Kind of neat. And then um, our, our main feature this week, uh, the Fire Emblem series. Where to start? Path of Radiance, right, Chris? Isn't that cool? And yes, that's the right answer. <laughs> So where yeah, do you start, goes, Kelly? Is there an answer? Um, I I am not sure. I did not participate in this where where to start. I, I know where um, you don't start is Radiant Dawn. 
since it's the se- sequel to Path of Radiance. So don't and do as, that. Uh, as fun as it is, another don't start at Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Yeah. It's a great game, but if you want to play Fire Emblem, not really where you start. <laughs> what about Warriors? Now, the, do you know who started with Warriors? Who? That dude who did the 15-hour retrospective. Oh. <laughs> oh God. He, um, he got into the Warriors games and then wanted to actually learn more about the characters and stuff and then and play Three Houses and when it came out. So he st- went back. Oh, sorry. He started with Heroes, I guess. But either way, he wa- oh, not Heroes. Is Warriors the first one and then Three Hopes is the second Warriors? Okay, yeah. Yes. So he started with yeah. Warriors, wanted to learn more. And then went back and started playing from the very beginning because he's got that he's got that thing in his brain that says I have to start the series from okay. the beginning. Um, sorry, I so I actually wrote quite a bit of the fire em- or a good portion of the fire emblem stuff. I wrote Hi, uh, four of the entries. Hello. Okay, so tell us more. So, um, you will not be able to start with BS Fire Emblem because that was a. Pseudo that's the satellite prequel. game. <laughs> yeah, that's the satellite game. The yeah. Satellaview. Yeah, just don't so, worry about that one. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about that one. Although it is part of New Mystery of the Rune, which is for the DS. Okay. Um, do not start with Shattered, the original Fire Emblem. You could. It is. You could, but it is very brutal. Mm-hmm. Do not start with Gaiden. Yes, start with Gaiden. People love Gaiden. Gaiden. People love that one, Tam. No, you want to play Echoes. Are you sure? Echoes? Yes, Echoes is a much better version than Gaiden. Oh, okay. Sorry, I misunderstood what you meant. Yeah, so Fire Emblem So don't play the NES Gaiden, play... Yeah, yeah, you're right. I apologize. Yeah, play Echoes, which is the remake. Yeah, okay, sure. So you're saying basically play the latest version of each entry where a remake exists? Yeah. Um, and then genealogy, the holy war. Do I jump into genealogy? Do I do this? And then, (laughs) then fan translation for Thracia. (laughs) You don't want to jump into either of those. Oh, (laughs) come on. They are brute. They are. So most of the really old titles are very brutal games. Mm -hmm. I say you start with awakening because that's where casual mode kicked in. And no, um, that is wrong. Casual mode. <laughs> Just nope, I, that's wrong. 100 percent wrong. Mode, <laughs> casual mode started in New Mystery of the Rune for the DS, which was not released on the in the US. Okay, that is well, a remake of Mystery okay. of the Rune, which is the sequel to Shadow Tam, Dragon and Tam, Shadow Dragon we, Bombed. Tam, we we didn't get that one there. So as far as I'm concerned, casual mode started with Awakening. Yeah, and that game also kind of saved the series. So yeah. I think maybe well, starting from the one that sort of brought it back from the brink of uh, extinction might be might be a good way to go. How do we well, not yeah. have the Shadow Dragon? Oh, here it is. No, we yeah, don't. We don't Shadow have Dragon? it. We don't have Shadow, Shadow Dragon, Dragon or New Mystery. Shadow Dragon, the DS version, is so similar to the original Fire Emblem. It's actually in the same entry. Okay. Uh, oh, and then you have with, Mystery of the Emblem. Okay. Yeah, Mystery of the Emblem, along with New Mystery of the Emblem, are in the same entry as well. Except, except did you know Mystery of the Emblem has more story content than New Mystery of the Emblem? Yes, because I wrote the article. Oh, I, oh, I guess them. you would know that. All right, cool. These are things <laughs> I learned from my 15-hour quick retrospect. <laughs> yeah, see, I actually, I actually played New Mystery of the Emblem with a fan translation, okay. which is available, because it was... 
It was like, oh, this has a casual mode. I was like, I'll play it. <laughs> that's funny. So, um, and so that's how, and that's how come I learned that the, I knew that the casual mode was actually in New Mystery of the Emblem, which actually did very well because of the casual mode. In fact, uh, apparently there was some very big discussions internally with the dev team about actually putting in the casual mode. But the reason why we got Awakening at all is because of mystery, New Mystery of the Emblem, because Awakening is using the same engine that New Mystery of the Emblem was using. Mm. Oh, so no feet in New Mystery of the Emblem. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have enough power for feet on the DS. Yeah. Apparently not. I'm still upset that uh, uh, Donald didn't get included in, my, in, uh, in Warriors. My boy should have gotten in there. So, but yeah, this this was actually a fun article to uh, write uh, write up, um, especially since I was providing about half of the non-translated um, game pieces on this. But this this was a big group effort. Um, if you if you saw the uh, credit list, uh, I was there. Phil Phil did the uh, JC Servant did did the uh, Warriors entry. Um, I did two of them. Yeah, so it was it was a very big group effort from a bunch of us to get that done. Uh, I filled in last minute and did fates. Cool. Well, thank you very much. I think that's a cool article to have for everyone. You should read it. Yep. All right. Do and we have a question watch, of the week? And then watch the fifteen hour uh, retrospective. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. After you've played them all, of course. Uh huh. Um. I don't know. What is a good question of the week? Do you see Bing suggestions for everything? No, I've been <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been ignoring Bing because I'm annoyed with all the Skype notifications. <laughs> That's fair. That's funny. What game do you think has the best multiplayer, co-op, or online features, and why? What game do you think has the best graphics, sound, or music, and why? <laughs> what is your favorite uh, game genre? Yeah, that would be a hard one for this audience. Yeah, um, I'm 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 gonna say a uh, loot core shooter, right? Loot core shooters, you got it, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. What's your favorite? What's your favorite Fire Emblem? Is that a broad enough question? Yeah, why not? It's, it has no real tie into pre- recent events other than we wrote the article, so that's good enough. It all for ties me. into content, Chris. You got yeah. it. What yeah. is um, t- your, t- t- favorite? your favorite? There are no wrong answers, well, except maybe heroes. And if you uh, don't actually have a favorite, you can read that article and then say, based on what that article, what do you think sounds like the best one to you? I'm, I'm kidding, by the way. But, but Fire also- Emblem Heroes is everyone's favorite, of course, because of how it used to shout at you when you started the game. Oh, did they stop doing that? I think they they started changing the voices, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I turned, I, I deleted mine. I had that ago. on in the bathroom once. <laughs> <laughs> that was I'm embarrassing whistling innocently in the background anytime you guys talk about heroes so. <laughs> why is that i still play it daily. you still play oh, it all fun. right that was the one that did the write-up for it nice where to start there you dude go. i would still be playing final fantasy record keeper if it didn't get uh, murdered just uh, executed yeah opera omnia's yeah it mm. ran for a while man record you've like got record plenty of years with record opera keeper opera? oh yeah and i didn't put a dime into it so i'm par- probably par- part of the problem <laughs> What's the, oh, I don't think your problem. I think those games just run a course. What mm-hmm. did they ever actually resolve the freaking story? No. Oh God, not. no! Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. They just added more crap on top of it. 
well, yeah, the game's I, gonna end, we could wrap it up now. Nah. I think I was <laughs> done when they added like that extra story mode on top of all the different doors and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's like I cannot keep up with this shit anymore. I'm yeah. done. Yeah, that's that, when you realize like this game isn't being honest in anything that it does. It's not a, even committed to telling a story. It just wants your money. I, I think I was running out of space in my vault and running out of space in my inventory because there was so much crap over the years that I didn't want to get rid of. And and I've, I like Upper Omega, but that's also one that has way too many currencies to keep track of. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of done with mobile. Well, no, I say that. I'm still playing uh, Idle Champions. Yeah. Isn't as uh, that I've found the Opera Omnia doesn't have that much currency aspect. It's the you need five different weapons and they're up to like seven now. So, yeah, it's not a place to jump into right now. But uh, let's ask Bing what the best Final Fantasy mobile games are. It's going to be some, it's going to be that Final Fantasy 15 tower defense game. So, wait, Record Keeper got killed, but is all the bravest still active? Man, you want to talk about a game that? Oh, oh. boy! Well, I all the bra- all the bravest scene. is not a gotcha though. It has a little gotcha in it, but outside of that, it's you know once you buy the stuff and you unlock it all, it's all unlocked. All right, the best Final Fantasy mobile games can vary depending oh, cool. on your Just personal us all the list of them personal preference and taste, but some online sources, according to some sources, here's the most popular, and well reviewed ones: Final Fantasy VI. Well, that's not. <laughs> is that actually? That's the old mobile one. No, that one. Yeah. It had the weird character models. The old, the old mobile one's been di- completely destroyed too. It's no longer available. <laughs> Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition. Okay, Anna likes okay, this one. Yeah. Kind of see that. Yeah. Dissidia Final Fantasy Opera Omnia. Um, Final Fantasy Brave Exvius. That's still going. I'm amazed. Well, they killed going? Record Keeper to keep that one going. Yeah. Is Brave yeah. Exvius isn't? Are there two Brave Exviuses, or is basically yes. yes with War of the Visions being the uh, strategy RPGs? Yeah, off. that's the one that's got all the tactics crossover yeah. stuff. Yeah. Then Final Fantasy Dimensions. That's I don't think you can get that one anymore. So that was like a new, uh, new one in the or kind of a new entry with yeah. The it was just plot, straight but... up a Final Fantasy game. Yeah, Anna liked the second one quite a bit, didn't mm-hmm. she? Yeah, probably. Okay. Um, yeah. How to tell that there's too? See, this list doesn't include Final Fantasy Tactics: War of the Lions, and it should, even though you probably can't get that anymore on mobile. Like that would have been, or can you? Did they ever? I think revive you can actually. War of the Lions. Okay, cool. That's the correct answer out of all these. The end. <laughs> That's all I got for you. <laughs> And I think that's it for a show, isn't it? So, what are you going to play this week, now that you know what's coming out between Remnant and Atelier Ryza 3? Um, I'm I'm still going to be trying to finish up Valkyrie Profile 2. Still working on Atelier Ryza. Um, and Final Fantasy Tactics War of the Lions is still available on iOS. Nice. I'm $14. Probably, I'm probably going to be going with the... $14. I'm probably going to keep <laughs> going with uh, Trails in the Sky second chapter. Um, but there is a Diablo 4 beta this weekend if you pre-order the game, so I might check that out, too. I think I'm going to wait for reviews for Diablo 4 before Dimensions it comes out. Dimensions is still available on the Android uh, Play. Nice, Tam. All right. Ryan, no, what are you playing? About, sorry, nothing um, about Diablo 4 has impressed me thus far. 
open world aspect was about it for me and we'll see how all that plays out but i'll be playing mato anomalies and if i happen to have extra time uh, diving into fuga melodies of steel so all right tam you're here what are you gonna play uh i don't know i dropped 500 dollars on steam so i have a whole bunch of Mm. stuff to play well were you excited about some of those 500 dollars more than the others some of it was for collection's sake how many were gundams (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 there were no Gundams involved. Okay. I actually I may try uh the Valkyrie Profile Elysium. Ooh, that's one of the reasons why I'm playing through two. Yeah, because that was uh that's on sale on Steam, so I, I picked that one up. Um Um unfortunately we still have the streaming schedule snafu with uh, daylight savings, so I'm I'm going to take another week off and so no relayer. And I may play the. It may continue playing a little bit of Sunrider. I don't know what that is. Um, sexy mecha space SRPG oh, visual novel. I don't want to know what it is. <laughs> okay, there we go. There we go. Uh, yeah, Final it's... Fantasy Dimensions one, two, and Final Fantasy All the Bravest are also available on iOS. So. All right, go get those old Final Fantasy mobile games and let us know why you have regrets. Why did you know, they get rid of Record Keeper? God, sorry. Anyway, you know what? What also sucks is that when I was playing Theater Rhythm, it had a section for uh, Mobius Final Fantasy, which was a free-to-play <laughs> one that was on Steam. And I, I was like, that. I was like, man, this music is awesome. I want to play this, and it's nope. delisted. There's no more. Oh, made me sad. <laughs> okay. Well, with that, I'm going to call it. Say thanks, everybody, for watching. Um, and thank you to Mr. Scamper who showed up for the end of the show to be on the camera. Oh, it's adorable. Yeah. And we will catch you next week. Until then, stay tuned for more streaming this weekend. And, uh, and yeah, oh, that's it. Enjoy your RPGs, everyone. See you next time. Bye. 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 Adios. Uh-huh.